With your favorite ladies from Petty Party Podcast. Oh. <laughs> it's your girl, Jeff Nick, checking in. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Amakalek, coming out the set. What's good? We hey, back y'all. in the studio. What's up? Hey, y'all. Mm. My name is Kodak Black, mm. but when you see me, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. It's your girl, Crystal, a.k.a. Champagne. Oh, I look so confused. A.k.a. Champagne, Chris, a.k.a. <laughs> Chrissy F. Baby, please say the baby. What up, y'all? It's Jory, a.k.a. Aliyah Gabor. Kodak Blackville, I'm a fuck your white wife. wife. Thank <laughs> you, <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> now you're saying it's Shelly, a.k.a. Egypt of you, Nash. See, what's good, y'all? They say the best for last, like usual. We really got to get hey. all that saying, y'all. Y'all, yeah, Nikki, you use it. Recently. Y'all go first. No, I didn't. It y'all was Jory. <laughs> you did. But you y'all see, today did. I was me. Y'all go first. I, I let her have it. Okay. I wasn't a hater. I'm like, I'm going to let that go after the last episode, so... Progress. That's all good. I feel Progress. like we've just been in the studio so much lately. I love yeah. it. I know. Yeah, I know y'all are glad to see us. <laughs> I, I know Spider sick of us. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> I feel like he loves us here. I have a question. Would y'all okay? I have a question. Would y'all have and y'all answer if you want to answer, and if you don't have to answer, you know, so you're not obligated to answer. However, if someone asked you to have a threesome right now, mm-hmm. would y'all do it? Who's the somebody? If somebody asks you to have, just listen to the question. If someone asks you, I love have asking right now. Four K. Would y'all? I mean, it's just fine. Like I need to. I mean, if it's with me, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, I go from the say something's gonna be so inappropriate, Jesus. <laughs> you know how you think something in your head is like, oh, this is about to bang. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> you answer the question. Um. Why somebody was to actually have a threesome and you just said yes. Is that what this is about? Y'all apparently March <laughs> no, 3rd was no National Threesome Day. Well, we missed it. Yeah. Well, we missed well, it. We missed it. Oh, I, I would. Or that community missed it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but Paul, um, I didn't miss it, did you? Let's let's hear. Dang. How'd it go? How'd it go? You know, y'all gonna have me stop asking questions on this podcast when y'all flip it back on the person. Oh, I, I answered. Not yeah. asking questions you, you don't want to answer. I am answering it. If y'all would let me answer, <laughs> I would have a threesome. I mean, but it just depends on who are the key players. That's it. Okay. Mm, okay. I would. I feel it. I feel like for me, it's too many logistics that goes behind a threesome at this point. Like maybe when I was younger, like I just didn't give a fuck and I wasn't thinking about things. But Mm. now it's like, okay, like are we switching condoms? We're using the same condom on each other. It's like. Oh, these are good questions. It's things that, you know, like. Are y'all using condoms? Hell. Are y'all using condoms? Like it's a. are we doing like testing before we go into this or are we just go into that blindly? Why your should be no. <laughs> yeah, that's why your answer shouldn't be no. So there's a lot that goes into a threesome yeah, now honestly. for me at this point. Damn, I didn't even think about that. I was about to just say, yeah, <laughs> none of that shit crossed my mind. Because <laughs> mm. I'm like, damn. <laughs> After being a whole sta- uh, what's it called? Standard operation <laughs> operating procedures. All right. <laughs> SOPs of three. Literally, I was, like, <laughs> I was just about to say that for real. <laughs> I'm dead. But, yeah, we're whack. We're washed. <laughs> Not washed. Speak for y'all. So that's right. Okay, there are other y'all. There are okay, other things in the sex life other than threesomes. I don't understand like why we got to go to threesomes. There is so much more you can do with so sex. What, yeah. what, so other, so what? what other stuff People would you do? The dominatrix. Like cool. this, there's so a would you right. do that? Uh, yeah, I would. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not that's, that's not bad. Like 
Yeah. I didn't. Who said it was bad? No, we're just saying, like, yeah. I feel like that's mild when yeah. you think about things of what you can it, do in the, the sex room. room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot that goes into that. I mean, yeah. We're I'm saying mild. Mild. Tell us like, about it. I'm There's talking lot, about, like, no, tying really, up. Like, if you know about domination, like, it's, young kitties. it's you tie people up, <laughs> yeah. you spank them, you do a lot of stuff, no, like. Yeah. I know, but I feel like that's, like, I feel like more people are open to that than. Threesomes? Threesomes? Do you think no, so? I don't I think, think so. so. No. Are, okay. That's a different type of energy. No, because you have to think is about it. it? Usually yes. a dominatrix. Yeah, dominatrix is usually the woman in control. So I feel like there's a not lot of men. Time. No, it's not. A man's in not control too. You do not watch 50 Shades of Grey? But is that dominatrix? I don't yes. Yes. Dominatrix is dominatrix. There's it's a dom and there's a sub. Gender specific. Okay, that's true. Like, yeah. But when I think about dominatrix, I think about the woman being in control and how many men are really going to let a woman be, have that much control over them Girl, in sex. A lot. People pay good money to have no, no but, someone literally but men asked, us, the men we've asked talked us for to. that and yeah. offered us minuscule amount for it. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Really? No, some, yeah, he definitely came up and was like, <laughs> I had um, that on video actually. It was random. And he offered, he offered weed. Um, it was like, giving, weed? No, hold on. Sex for drugs? No, no, no. So was, you put us on OnlyFans or some shit. No, it was definitely giving, I have a fetish for black girls. That's what it was giving more than It was a random white guy. It was definitely giving, I have a fetish. Wasn't he from Austin or some shit? Was he drunk? No, I don't know. He, he was. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Probably on drugs. No, he wasn't drunk. Yeah, like Probably it. on drugs. I don't know. He had to be to ask that stupid ass yeah. question. But he seemed lucid though. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was for like two G's. Like boy, get out of here. Two grams. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's. I don't think he put a. <laughs> no, no he, did. he did. He did. <laughs> I had the video. He definitely did. Two G's of weed. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was. Damn the yeah. disrespect. No, it was very disrespectful. I thought you were talking about two grand. Like no, he was trying to entice us with weed. Like. Because I think he was like, all I got is like 2G. Like, no. He was just trying to, he was just really trying to vibe. And we're just like, yeah. bro, you know what? what? You Are you sure he didn't mean $2,000? No, he no, said, he, he said, I, oh, you know what? Actually, I don't I like had that. the video. Because got here's it. the thing if it had been another Wraith, do you think they would have offered them weed? No. Uh, they wouldn't offer shit. That's they all he had to offer. To- I'm not going to lie, but. It, he didn't look like he had much to offer, anyways. I mean, yeah. I feel like that was probably the most. I think he, he was offer. like a Rolling Stone. I think yeah, he was like, like living no, his car. Like, yeah, shit. like yeah. He, he said he, dro- just he travels driving. from place to place, so oh. it, w- it was giving. Yeah, like mm-mm. yeah. So y'all would have been road. Y'all gonna tie him up in the car. <laughs> anyway, y'all, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and move on to the moto. And for those of y'all who probably just catching us on YouTube. Y'all, and this is y'all's first, maybe second episode. Our motto is like our advice column. So if you do want to write in, you could catch us at what is it? Petty Party One Two Eight One Four at Gmail dot com, and or yeah. DMs, whichever. Or one. DMs, you know, you could you could slide in our DMs as well. But this motto, um, okay. So she didn't she didn't say any names, so we're safe. Okay, so it goes, hey ladies. Okay, this is long but good. I've been friends with a young lady. Let's call her Kim since high school, and we started hanging out tough since twenty eighteen. There has been little things that I noticed about her that I've told her about that I didn't like, for example. Okay, Kim wants to be invited to things that me and my separate friends do, but when she doesn't when she does things with her other friends, I'm not invited. She follows my friends on IG and has some of their phone numbers, which isn't a problem to me. But when I befriend one of her friends and exchange numbers with them, she doesn't like it. This past weekend, her friends and mine all meet up at a lounge and we were having a good times. We were having good times, taking shots, dancing and smoking hookah. One of her friends, let's call her Stacy, moves closer to me and her and I begin talking. Stacy is sitting in front of me and Kim is behind me. Stacy talks about her birthday coming up and tells me a little bit about it and says she could send me the deets and ask me for my number. Before I could say anything else, I feel liquid fall on my face. As I'm processing what happened, I hear Stacy yelling at Kim saying, that's fucked up. Why would you do that? Then I realized Kim poured her drink on me and by that time she was gone. I then texted her and said, you was wrong and you petty. She responds with, hush, it's not like that and y'all could be friends, I don't care. 
I didn't respond. 30 minutes later, she called me and says I was drunk. It wasn't like that. I value your friendship more than Stacy's, etc. The next day, she literally calls me from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. and I don't respond. The next day, I decided that no conversation was necessary. So I texted her and said, what you did was disrespectful. No one I call my friend would do that. And it's best you go your way and I go mine, respectfully. Her response was, okay, you could have said that the other night we was on the phone and then accused me of talking about her behind her back. SMH, how would you ladies have handled the situation outside of beating her ass? And if your friend disrespected you, disrespected you, can that friendship be repaired? Thank you for your advice. So it was literally so, over like, hold on. Am I, I I, why did the drink get poor? Because, because somebody invited somebody to something? Yeah, so basically like her friend was Kim's jealous. friends invited the person writing in to like a, a, a birthday party. I guess mm-hmm. she doesn't want them to like cross paths that's weird because she's mad that you're at the birthday party no she wasn't at the the birthday party she was mad that she She was was about to get invited but that's weird because how you want to mix with my friends but then when i want to mix with your friends you have an issue but there are people that are like that yeah there are there are people very they're weird they gatekeep i guess (laughs) friendships but so then you can't fuck with me and my friends if i can't fuck with you right it's weirdo behavior where was the setting at like where were they at when she had the drink a hookah lounge so the birthday hadn't even came no she was just getting invited to it but to pour a drink my thing yeah, yeah, why are you pouring a drink on me? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, because that, that's, that's happened to me before, and that shit is like that's that's yeah. sufficient. That's grounds yeah, but, for you know. Oh my god, that sounds like depends. a lot of jealousy. I'm not yeah. even gonna lie. So for She's me personally, if she, anyone that can throw a drink on you, yeah, is it's not, not your, your friend. They do not fuck with you. They don't fuck with you at all. <laughs> it was they like drunk or not, or walk away and be friends. Yeah, it's like you want to ruin my night. You want to ruin my outfit. You just want to ruin everything over what an invite to a party that I may or may not go to. Yeah, may or may not even go to. That's crazy. And my thing is, I don't like when people try to blame themselves on alcohol because it's like, nah, sis. Like, to a certain extent, you had some type of issues with me, but in the back of your head, you felt like you needed to throw a drink in my face. Like, you don't get there overnight just like nothing. Like, I'll be honest, I do not think that she was under the influence. She soberly did that. She oh, was yeah. jealous. Like, that's really... Listening to this moto, she was just a jealous friend. And unfortunately, yeah. I personally do not think that you should mm-hmm. continue with the friendship because honestly, that can lead to other things. Because if she can do that mm-hmm. in public, what else yeah. can she do? But you know, so, I, I just, feel she... What was her question? Was she wrong? Yeah, she said, how, how else would you handle it? it? I think she handled it. I just it. told she you how you well. should handle it. I think she handled it well because yeah. she yeah. said it herself. She's like, I didn't feel like there was any conversation that needed yeah. to be had. And I completely agree with you. You thought about it for a few days yeah. and you realize like y'all can't be friends and yeah. i think she handled it well i mean personally i probably would have found her after she threw that <laughs> drink on me and hit her up a couple yeah. times but other than that but sometimes with when people say when someone throws a drink on you it is kind of hard because it's it's kind of hard to gauge if it was like an accident yeah especially like in a club especially in a section when it's crowded mm-hmm. it's been a lot of times where like so many things have fallen yeah. but it's yeah. the difference between no, spilling no. a drink and pouring a drink on somebody well, i think i mean that's her perception so to her she thinks no but stacy her. was telling her or stacy the other friend was telling kim that it was fucked up what she did because she stacy saw it happening because she Cause I think, kim was behind I think was, her yeah so like she was sitting down and like somebody came up behind her and she yeah. saw it because kim like, was behind her stacy was in front of her Stacey was actually able to gauge what actually happened. Uh, yeah. Mm. And people that do that, they know what they're doing. I remember oh, me, and then I, I was away. a shot in my mouth and all of a sudden I saw the bottle on my face in contest. All I thought you said get shot in your mouth. I no, was like, shot. A like gun? bottle shot. And all of a sudden the <laughs> bottle turned and it's all over my face. Okay, no, that's, that's actually, diff- that's different. Because no, that, no, that, that, I can no, see I've how done that, that. that's I've, accidental spillage. I know, it wasn't accidental. Those girls were mad because I came in the section with somebody. Okay, no, let me say this. I've done that before. I have easily, like I was supposed to pour a shot into someone's mouth 
on someone's no, face. I know, but I'm saying okay, I was supposed yeah, to pour it in someone's mouth. Or- but I was so drunk, I was like seeing like quadruple. <laughs> and so I thought I was pouring it into her mouth and it ended up just going all over her face and clothes. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know about How the clothes. How did you give her mouth to forehead? But no, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't like when people try to pour <laughs> no, shots into my sorry. mouth anyways because yeah. I'm not going to lie. Eight out of ten, it it's always gets on my face. Yeah. Like, please just give it to me. I'll do it oh. myself. And even when I do it myself, I do it Sometimes too. I so miss, I'm just like, yeah. give, give me just a cup. cup. Please yeah. give me a cup so I can drink it myself. Thank you. But. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I think you handled this well, girl. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's not your friend. No. <laughs> Call it what it is. And it, it's not, not even just your friend that she threw the drink on you. The fact that she doesn't want you to branch out enough with other people. Like, you're able to have different groups of friends and make it all work. Yeah. I also think it's different when, like, I think it's really, really weird when, like, people cut friends off without, like, saying anything. If that's your real friend, the fact that you actually had a conversation with her and then you decided, okay, like, I can't do this, I think by all means. I don't think she owed her a conversation, even if she didn't. No, I don't think she did either because th- there's justified reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's weird when girls like, like nothing happened. Like, there's nothing y- that you transpires. don't know what happened. Yeah. And like, all of a sudden, y'all just beefing. Like, yeah, what no, that's very weird. Yeah. What happened to communication? But you know what? I see a lot of that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to tell you what you did to cut you off. And I don't really agree with that. Like, I don't. That's cause very. Because it's weird to me. Like, I, that is kind of toxic because it's just like. Cause I, in a sense, I get it. Like, but at the same time, it's like, bro, if we're friends, why you couldn't just have a conversation? Yeah, and tell our you generation praises that type of yeah. behavior, and it's like, no, if y'all are real life friends, just, I but, feel like y'all deserve to have a conversation. I think there's back and forth. It depends because people also praise um, protecting your peace and like, you know, True. things like that. So it just depends on like which angle you look at it from. Some people look at it like I'm protecting my peace. Like me, maybe coming to you and trying to like have that conversation with you is just gonna completely go out of hand like you have to also have to gauge what kind of person you're talking to but just I because like, like, is like it protecting you your peace you got random by having you a conversation can. and then be like you know what unfortunately like after this situation i, I no longer want to be friends with, with you because I, I this bothered like you know what i'm saying like say how you feel and then move on from but, but not how everyone's gonna take but that but how like people oh like i see where y'all are saying from from both sides like in your head you feel like maybe it's. It would be nice of you to reach out, explain to somebody why you won't be in their life at all. That would be nice, but I don't feel like that's old. I don't think like me as a person. I don't think I owe anybody explanation. If I just if I decide like I truly don't want to be friends with you no more, like I've already made mm-hmm. up that decision. I don't owe you explanation for that. I feel like the only time I would have a conversation is if. I want to work on things, but to have a conversation with somebody and sit you down and be like, I don't want to be your friend. Like, are we twelve? Like, I'm no, not I don't do think that. you have to but sit anybody <laughs> down. But I just think that like. If it is your friend, like if we just stop talking out of nowhere and you're just like, well, I don't owe Crystal an explanation. For me, it's going to be like, okay, you can say you're protecting your peace, but it's like, how are you protecting your peace when you know, like, if I come around, if you see, it's going to be animosity. There's random animosity from another person regardless. So is that protecting your peace when you have this energy traveling in the world around your space, around you? I mean, I think it depends on how you take it. Because me personally, if you feel like you want to cut me off and you don't want to have a conversation about it, bye. Protect your peace. I don't want to talk about it. If you feel like you need to cut me off as a friend and you don't want to discuss it with me, you don't need to be my friend then. If you're not, that means you don't want to work it out with me. I I don't want to talk to you about it. I don't care. Do whatever is best for you. We don't have to be Mm -hmm. cool. But it's also weird. It's It's very weird. weird. For them, it's not weird for me. It's weird for them. I mean, that's the thing. I think think that's the definition of it. It's like, and I agree with y'all. If we talk about it, it's probably because like in the near future, I want us to be able to like get through this. But if we don't talk, but if we we don't talk about it, then we don't need to be friends. And the thing is, it also like I said, you got to gauge how the other person is gonna like take it. 
y'all make it seem like it's a simple conversation and be like, hey, I'm gonna sit you down and be like, hey, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And that's it. Y'all both I'm walk away. Saying, don't, don't, I don't even just, say that's the conversation has to go. But I think like if so, if they did something to that hurt you or hurt your feelings, I think yes, let them know like, hey, this hurt my feelings or this made me feel a type of way. We don't even have to rekindle a friendship from here. Yeah, but just like, giving the courtesy like so to even let that person know like you can't be going around doing this because again people's humors are different people's intentions yeah. are completely different so I think like as a as just a, a general like a human thing to do would just be like let that person know like this is not okay I don't think yeah, you guys have to like, rekindle a relationship I've had conversations with people and we're like we may not be friends anymore but I had to state my peace because at the end of the day like I need to get off my chest at the end of the day I agree wholeheartedly with Crystal saying you need to know not to, you can't move like that because some people really go out go around in life acting like they don't know because people don't sit there and let them know you can't can't do x y and z so i just feel like if y'all were really friends okay y'all can have a conversation i get it you don't owe them a conversation but i just feel like if y'all were friends why not i just don't understand it it's just you know but hey to each its own do what you want to do but to the girl i I think you handled it well very well her second question was does can the friendship be repaired is there any repair Mm. Um, yeah i do Girl, I fought a friend and came back from it. You can come back from porn drinks but that's, on your face. But like, you, no. My thing is like... But you can. That's also going to depend on the other the person. person. You can. It no, depends think on the I person. Per- because, Paula, you for said that you've experience, done that experience. But I could not fight a friend and be friends again. I, I feel you. So but you I mean, so. from that experience... But I feel like you can come back from that. Like, I feel like... You if, can. I'm just saying, I'm just saying from experience... You, she's asking There's for this situation. You can, back from. you can come back from that. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I, I think. I feel like she I put back. poison in your drink, and now you have rashes all over your face. Poison. No, that's um, different. I feel like you can come back from certain stuff, but me, I just don't fuck with you the same. Mm. So it's like we can come back yeah. from it, but it's like I'm gonna very much hand you with a long ha- spoon. But at the same time, it's like I'm one of those people where like if I'm gonna make it tense on purpose. So it's like we can Ooh, we can not on purpose, okay. but it's just like <laughs> you're gonna know I don't fuck with you in the same way. So it's like, is it worth us trying to get back? Like if, if it's not gonna be the same, like mm-hmm. I'm not about faking the fuck. Like I can forgive you, but at the end of the day, like I'm not gonna fuck with you the same way, and it's gonna show by my actions. Mm-hmm. I so. mean, it just depends. I feel like this. It's not necessarily on the person who's writing us, but the other friend Kim, because if Kim is gonna continue to be in that like continue the friendship where she doesn't want you to have other friends then there's really no point in being friends with her because her actions are not going to mm-hmm. change no you're going to grow you're going to continue to want other friends and if she's going to be jealous of that then you can't really keep a person like that yeah. as a friend no she's a weirdo the the not i mean that's cool if you don't want to mix friends but like yeah. you want to hang out with my friends so bad but when i talk to your friends now it's an issue that's kind of weird to me like that's going to continue it makes it being seem like you've been talking about her it's not even that it's just some not people even. just don't they're like Michelle gatekeeping their friends or they just feel like they have ownership over friends and it's like no or I, it's jealousy do y'all care about girls like that cause I don't girls. I don't I give don't. a fuck yeah, some girls are just mean girls honestly. do what you wanna like, do like uh, the only thing that it's not that I don't care about that but one thing I don't get down with is when you previously talked about someone oh, oh. and before you probably were friends with them, but you like were talking mad shit about them, and now that you've met them, now you're like acting Shaking like their best the friend. Shaking the table, acting literally, like their best friend, literally. Now that is something that I do. We call them Apianas. Like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that is something that I do kind of side eye a little Weird. bit. But so the person talked shit about them before they became friends. It's with them? like. Because I, I, I think not a I've, personal the, situation. This is not an isolated no, no. event. Okay, I'm, okay? I'm just, I'm just saying because I definitely general. feel like I've been in a situation where, like, before I became friends with somebody, people definitely gave like caution. So, yeah, like, of course, is that what you're talking about. No, but it's or, okay. Like, I'm talking about people that, like, for example, like they hear my situation, they have all this like banter, and out of nowhere, dinner dates. 
link ups. It's like, wait, well, hold up. But I feel like that's because have y'all ever hung out with somebody and someone's like, oh, you're so much cooler than I thought. Like so and so, and it's just like, uh, I, I, excuse I don't, me. I think that's so tacky because people. It's very yeah. tacky, girl. Keep it to yourself. Can we stop like, doing that? Oh yeah, my God, I thought you, I thought you, I thought you was me. I thought yeah. you had an attitude. Like, yeah, stop. Like, no. like that's not cute. Y'all need to stop saying because some guys even do it. Like, you look so mean, but you're so down to earth. No, and a lot of that is not even. I used to not like you. Smile causes wrinkles. But not even just that. It has less to really do with like what they heard but just their regular own perception yeah, like people like oh you think you, you look cute yeah. today you think I look cute today yeah. yes I do bitch thank yeah. you like what the fuck like you feel that way don't say other people felt that way you felt that way yeah no nope, but Facts. it is what it is mm-hmm. yeah I don't know but yeah I, I, think- I agree with Nikki what she said so we're gonna cheers <laughs> to that period what did Nikki say? Yeah, I, I don't. Don't be an Apiana. <laughs> like I don't understand. Like me personally, I just don't understand because women anything. do that a lot. Like y'all sit there and be around for certain conversations, adding all of your so, two cents, and then out of nowhere, you linking up and having dinner dates, and now y'all on trips together. Bro, Weirdo behavior. I, okay, like, wait, okay, wait. So <laughs> I, I do want to say this though because it's personal. No, it's not personal, but <laughs> I like it. But no, do y'all not know? Like for no, example, I feel like, you, Paula, I've been around groups you. of girls and you hearing shit out of nowhere. Whoa! But see, I was here. I was present for this conversation. <laughs> but these actions ain't relating. To, they oh, actually, they yeah. together. With what I heard y'all talking about? Y'all low key friends. <laughs> yeah, low key. Now that I really deep it, I'm yeah. really trying to think about it. But I just feel it, like it makes you uncomfortable because I'm not gonna lie. That now I feel like when I'm not around y'all. Yeah. I am the center of conversation. But you know what it is? I no. think people have really got, sometimes people really lose themselves in trying to like talk shit. Like for instance, like say you're with a group of people, right? And then you hear somebody talking shit about somebody. If you're friends with this person, you don't have to talk shit about them to feel yeah. like, to, to fit in. Yeah. People will do that. They'll talk shit about somebody that they know they're friends with just so they can fit in in that conversation. But mm-hmm. you're the one that's looking crazy because mm-hmm. now from this conversation, you're going to hang out with that person. Oh my, and like, oh, that's now you look shit. But my thing is like, weird. it's like that meme that be sucking around and it's just like, don't talk to me about loyalty. Like I'm still holding secrets people who I'm not even cool with and it's just like bro a lot and of people that, do not that, stand on that because that for friend, me oh. it's like I'm never hmm. going to because I don't want it done to me and a lot of people period. as soon as y'all fall out they're ready to spill all girl. your tea it's like girl like mm. do you not know what I know about you My and nigga. the fact that I'm sitting here mute you better respect it yeah. like you better respect it <laughs> actually <laughs> yeah people really move out of pockets like I will end it today. Okay, so look, how do y'all feel about? <laughs> I will end it. World War Three. I will air out the clip on motherfuckers. Keep trying me. Okay, so quick question. How, so how do y'all feel like? Let's say y'all were friends with somebody, right? And uh-huh. y'all fell out, but maybe somebody like the same person that you were friends with before y'all fell out. You introduced them to like your circle. Mm-hmm. Somebody in your circle became friends with them, and mm-hmm. now like they're y'all are not cool. You and the person are not cool, but you and your friends that you introduced them, they're cool now. Or like they're like I'm not a- gonna lie I've been in a situation and to me yeah. I, once I see how you treat the other person what's stopping you from treating me like that you know what I mean because mm-hmm. if I met you through somebody else like I'm not can't, mm-hmm. I said that I cannot be cool with you but the thing is it's like I'm kind of looking at you differently because it's like bro if you can treat this person like that what you gonna do with me and you fall out so it's like I'm one of those people where it's just like I know what Loyal you're about. Football, I know what yeah. you can do. So it's like, I'm going to be a little hesitant because if you can do that to her and I met her through you, you're going to do it to me too. So I just get kind of reservations about that. Yeah, like, you see, have to be careful. I feel like that's tricky because I've actually been in that situation and well, maybe I had like a little bit more history on like the friendships, but I really couldn't do that just because in my head, I'm like, I'm not about to sit here and turn against this person when I know y'all about to be friends again. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to be friends again and what's going to happen is the other person's not going to trust me anymore because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, since you're so, since I know you're not my friend, you're this person's friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you draw those lines, when you and that, when that, them and the other person become back cool, then you end up looking stupid or you end up mad at that person when you shouldn't be mad at them just because they chose yeah. to take their friend So what if back? they don't mm-hmm. become back friends? 
Well, it depends. You have to kind of gauge mm-hmm. the history of the fallout. Yeah. But there are, I'm saying in the situation I, I was in, looking at it, because only because I met that person through the other person, mm-hmm. I felt back, but in my head, I couldn't just mm-hmm. like be rude to this girl, go out of my way to make her an enemy because right. I was like, they're going to be friends again. And they ended up back friends again. Mm-hmm. So in the sense, I was like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. glad I didn't go out of my way to ice this girl out because y'all are back friends. I mean, I wouldn't ice the person out per se, but it's like, even you can kind of tell who the person is. Like, if you get to talking shit about the person who introduced me to you, what is oh, wrong yeah. with you? Have you lost your yeah. right yeah. mind? I feel like friends yeah. need to allow for other friends to be like Switzerland sometimes. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. People put people in positions to like pick sides and yeah. sometimes it's not fair. Because it's, it's not I've fair. Yeah, like just Switzerland's, neutral. Well, Switzerland. No, Listen, I know. Y'all. But that's what I'm saying. I've, I've never neutral. heard anybody use oh, that. Yeah. Up until this Russian so, Ukraine stuff, we'll yeah, get into that later. We'll get into later. They really... But ooh, yeah, I think that, yeah, people just need to allow people to be like on neutral ground. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, whenever I see like these fallouts between friends, a lot of times, both parties are wrong. Yeah, but it, it's not just one side, you know. And I disagree with a lot of things on both sides, so I try to stay neutral because I'm like, really, neither one of y'all were were right, mm-hmm. unless yeah. it was like so fucked up that I clearly see like one party was, you know, in the wrong. Then that's different. But sometimes it's okay to just like be in the middle to continue to be friends with both people because, like mm-hmm. Michelle said, more than likely, like. <laughs> 10 years can pass and people could still end up being friends again, you know? And it's you who looks crazy by picking sides. Yeah. I think it's weird. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna have to side with Jory on it. Well, it kind of depends, but like, I just think it's weird. Like, going to dinners together, I think just going, like, doing all that extra stuff, kind of just like, Dang, you supposed to be that the my friend, which again, I'm not even a whole like pick size kind of thing, but it's like you're supposed to be like a real close friend with me, and then now it's like almost like kicking with the op now. So it's just like I'm not you could be neutral, but it's like I think doing the extra, the dinners, the sleepovers, mm-hmm. the all the extra stuff is just like mm-hmm. damn. Like, but I also mm-hmm. definitely think it's a little it, side eye to me. It, I agree. I also think it depends on the person because sometimes people try to get close to the other person ingenuinely to make the other person mad. And it's like, oh, no, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they go out of their way to force it. It's just like, bro, like we can casually be friends, but you going out your way to make it seem to the other friend like, oh, we're just so buddy, buddy. Yeah. It's like, that's not genuine. Not, like not, you're yeah. doing it on purpose and you need, you need to seek help. <laughs> but I digress. Yeah. So y'all the gatekeeper friends. Y'all would pour a drink on your friend. No, <laughs> no I never, I never say anything. Absolutely not. I don't care I'm, friends mix. I don't, I don't know, care about I don't care that. Like, at all. It doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> y'all sure? Is that what y'all took from our conversation? Is that what y'all took from our conversation? No, just relax. No, we're relaxed. Back it up, back it up, back it up. You got a wristband? No. That's not what I mean. I hope that's not what y'all took from me. No, not at all. It's just a jokey joke. Are you sure that's not what you think? Because y'all laughing real hard. Y'all laughing real hard. I feel like the butt of the joke. Anyway, though, but... Okay, so we talked about Switzerland and... What's going on with Switzerland? Um, you know, Switzerland is neutral. The reason why a lot of people bank or put their money into Swiss banks is because no matter what happens, your money in the Swiss bank is solid. Swiss was not going to come out and extradite your money. They're not going to do any of that. Like, your money is safe with them. Mm-hmm. Like, a, what's it called? Like a safe neighbor, state farm is there. That's Switzerland. Like a good neighbor? <laughs> like a good neighbor. State farm? Safe that was neighbor. terrible. I feel oh, yeah. What I said? Like a safe yeah. neighbor? Yeah. What? <laughs> is state farm there? <laughs> oh, no. I saw what you were trying to do though. Anyways, anyways, anyways. It's okay. It's okay. It's wow. Okay. So, so <laughs> play it, fuck up. Yeah, thank you. Not that bad. I'm just kidding. I'm playing. <laughs> Please come for her. No, I'm oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh, I'm oh, ready. Your time, your time yes, is coming. I'm ready. Your time. Remember, remember this moment. <laughs> okay, Russia. 
<laughs> no facts. Okay, but okay. So speaking of, you know, we all know that Russia and Ukraine is at odds for pretty much um, what United States does to the Native Americans. So Russia is trying to. <laughs> oh my God! Steal their land back, yeah. back quote yeah, unquote. R- Russia is trying to claim a piece of property in Ukraine the, that claims that to Ukraine be theirs. claims to be y'all. Ukraine. Let's not do but that. Claim, I mean, was that not what? No, no wait. Let's is not that do that their land though? That, that land was actually a part of Russia. Okay. That that land okay. was given away by us to the Ukraines. So that land was actually a part of Russia. So let's not do that. What do you mean? Let's not actually. Where, How long let, ago? Was let's that? not Ladies, do this. Actually. Educate me, because no, 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 I'm no, confused uh, now. Let's not. Let's not do that. You, you, the U.S. did not give that that land the to Europeans, Ukraine. Yeah. The Europeans did. Yes, they did. No, they were their own little thing. That was okay. Actually, Google. we're going to do this next time. <laughs> this is not but, a political yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 not a political yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're all. not because that's not what the debate is about. But anyways, so yeah, Ukraine and Russia are at odds, and like they're in a whole like war right now. So a lot of people are siding with Ukraine. For I mean, good reason. They, tr- I mean, we're the reason they're at war. So, but so a lot of people are like renaming like Russian vodkas and like they've stopped all, all airing of like Russia cinematic movies oh, and all the these liquor other things. And stuff. Yeah, like, we're not selling Russian liquor anymore. Here. Yeah, they're doing a lot. But Swiss came out and said they're going to freeze all the banks, all Swiss. the Russian girls. The Swiss, <laughs> Switzerland. The Swiss, the Swiss came out and said that they're going to freeze all the banks, which is their first time that they have like stepped out on their neutral grounds to really take a side and they said mm-hmm. um, what did they say staying neutral in times of oppression is to side with the aggressor. aggressor so mm-hmm. that's why they decided to finally break their like ties neutral they're, they're, they're neutral. siding with Russia they're no, not they're siding with Russia their, they're breaking their neutralization so now they're yeah. siding with they're siding kind of against mm-hmm. Russia yeah the thing is, Russia could have went about this completely different. They could have. That's the problem. That's really what the That's issue the problem. is. Because it like, wasn't even like, okay, we're going to have a, a mutual conversation to come and take this. We're just going to take it. Yeah. And, y- and, and like, if y'all step, we're going to step harder. Y'all that's really to, what it was. Like, y'all just trying to bully your way in. Yeah. That's, but isn't that what we do sometimes too, U.S.? It, it doesn't make that it right. I know. Yeah. That is so what I'm we like, do. No, that is what we do. But that's someone do what we do. But yeah, it doesn't literally. make it right at all. You know? It doesn't. I just need everyone to keep that same energy. When it's just not white lives on the line. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Yeah, you know, black Ooh. and brown people matter yeah, they're, too. They're doing, but, they're doing they're doing Africans horribly. That's what literally from what I read. And I keep seeing on like social media where it's like, bro, like be be like cautious before you start saying like pray for this, pray for this. It's just like, bro, like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what is going on in the United States. They're still gonna find a way to put black people at the back of shit. Yep, and yeah. it's like, bro, like yep. that is wild. Man, even with the whole uh, when they're trying to cross into the Russian, yeah. the Turkey, the, the Polish, the Polish borders, board. and how they're making all the black people go to the back of the bus and all those other things or walk. Not they're even telling get on the bus. The, no, not even get on the trains. Yeah. They're telling black people to walk to the. That's bo- actually to, like, crazy. They're trying to get people onto trains and they're pushing like African Americans, anyone that of darker complexion to the back telling them that they can't get on first because they're not they're not Ukrainian yeah and telling them to walk but you know I digress yeah yeah crazy times that's horrible crazy times honestly but the only thing someone did a piece about this and they said the only thing that they think that becomes scary in the situation is they hope it doesn't the same thing that didn't happen like during the Afghanistan period where a lot of people Mm -hmm. or a lot of brown people were unfairly targeted and dehumanized and villainized because of things like this. And so the whole idea of the erasure of like any kind of Russian culture from society due to this does have effects. And I was like, that is true. Cause think about somebody who is Russian and they have nothing to do with that. And they're here and they're seeing the erasure of that culture in the United States. They don't have access to any of these things. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, I mean, I mean, that's the same thing with war. the, yeah, the Afghanistan war, like, mm-hmm. like the sure. Iraq war, like, let's look at it. People, everyone that was wearing hijab now 
or wearing are of like quote unquote Muslim descent, which I don't know how you even can be of Muslim descent, but they were all targeted. But it was it was somebody who was from Afghanistan, Afghanistan, who made that. Um, who wrote that article because mm-hmm. he said that during that time it was hard for him like yeah, they were when, persecuted yeah and he was he was of mixed race so he was half Afghanistan and half I'll say some European nation He and at that time he knew to claim the other side of him because mm-hmm. but he, he had the privilege too but he said not everyone has that privilege yeah, but, yeah. and I think he was in the seventh grade and somebody asked him oh where you're from and he said Afghanistan and the teacher looked mm-hmm. at him like stunned for like 10 seconds didn't even really? know what to say yeah and so he <clears> said so he learned from a very young age to kind of hide that part of his culture because he was met with that reaction Mm -hmm. but not everyone has that so do y'all agree with like the them stopping like selling like russian products i think it's performative as fuck i don't know what it's gonna do i mean i understand the whole switzerland freezing banks i understand all that of like saying okay well we're not gonna do this and we're not gonna let y'all like certain things at a government level make sense but changing russian what's got a white russian to a white ukrainian the drink at bars what's that that's stupid no i do think it's performative but at the same time i do feel like only reason I feel like it's performative because there's not much that you can pull out without actually pulling out more than what we need. You know what I mean? Like, you can't really stop all European ties. Let's mm-hmm. be real, you can't. So, I think, like, they're just doing this to kind of, like, appease them. Or not appease them, to just appease other nations. To just be like, okay, look, this is the side this that we're not... This is our part we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't feel like, at the end of the day, y'all not gonna stop all trades. Yeah. All, yeah. Yeah, Say we're not, not gonna show is... Russian movies. I'm like, even yeah, they say they didn't renew Anastasia... On Disney Plus, okay, a lot really? of people say the license expired, but to me, I'm like, okay, y'all, this this side a little bit better. Really? I mean, damn, yeah, Anastasia? or Anastasia. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, to but the kids now. Damn. Now again, the license might have just expired, and that might be it. But you right. know, but the uh, thing, okay, here's my good. question: When are these gas prices going to change? Bruh. Oh my, I feel like I'm so in California. Ta- so let me tell y'all what happened. <laughs> you don't know. You don't want to be in California. <laughs> so let me tell y'all what happened. So I had to fill up yesterday. I was rushing late to a nail appointment. I pull up, I'm pumping my gas. I'm like, okay, it's about to stop. Like I have 15 gallons in my car. It's about to stop. So I get out, I'm standing there and I'm like, damn, I, I just hit $60. I'm like, what the fuck? All of a sudden the clip to the gas tank got stuck. Gas was gushing every fucking what? where. I said gas on is your too- dime. On oh, my dime. <laughs> Hell no. Came out spinning. How much is gas? Like, for me, I use 93, oh, which is the highest you can oh, get. Yeah, and it was, was $4.20. Okay, how much is just regular gas? Wow. So I just filled up yesterday and I paid 409 for 93 409 409 because I went to one gas station it was 422 and I was like I was shell shocked I was like this yeah this can't be right because you know how sometimes more gas stations more gas stations are more expensive than others I was like you know what and it depends on the area I was like yeah you know what this ain't the right area let me drive a little bit and literally I had no miles I would keep y'all I'd be putting $10 in my tank now because I can't I can't watch that $10 for me is two gallons where am I going I mean listen I get to halfway that's not me almost halfway I was in them prices are stupid I was out of gas I was in Grapevine I was like, shit, let me pull over at a sh- at a, a shell. Uh, you know, a shell. shell's gonna love shell. It was like four twenty something. I was like, nah. Four twenty. So I was like, reward. girl, mm-hmm. I put I put fifteen dollars in there. I was like, let me just put fifteen. I'm gonna wait till I get to my side of town. I'm an Exxon girl. I only I only prefer to use Exxon, but I was about to be walking. So I was like, fuck it. So I put fifteen in. Only lasted a day. The next day, I go to Exxon. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's still four twenty. I'm back in another side of town that I think. Ga- I was in Oak Cliff. So I'm thinking gas gonna be cheap. No, that shit was yeah. still four twenty. I, I think they put the water in the gas because gas ain't gas like no, it used to. No, it's not. It's not. Like, not. Only my gas don't last me a week. If a full tank don't last me a week, why? See, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I coming from a girl. Who I work elevated. from home, so I really, I don't really put gas in my tank. So I, it's okay. But like normal, if like back to when I used to like drive all the time, like 
These prices would be a no no. I would no, probably have yeah. to. No, I have to. I, mean, I, would, yeah. I have to make a trip tomorrow, and I'm like contemplating like, yeah. do <laughs> I need to go? Like, I'm trying to think if I should go. I'm like, bro. Mm. <laughs> in fact, I put twenty nah. in my tank, and I was like, fly. Well, where did I think I was going with twenty in my tank? <laughs> Nowhere to no. your house. <laughs> now, so what's normally average for? Here? I mean, um, I, normally when I would fill up, and yeah, I think like I would pay like $5. forty. So the fact that I'm pushing seventy dollars, yeah. mm-hmm. that's pushing, a problem because if it goes up any more, I'm gonna be dropping a hundred gallon though. It was Girl, like, I don't like, know. They've like been two, on the rise for I so long. I used to pay like two. I used to pay like two eighty, and then oh, they like kept blowing up. Oh, re- oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think average for me has always been like three something. Three something. No, but to be for me, ninety three. It's always been in the three. It's always been three. It's always been the three. Never paid. I've never paid two dollars for ninety three. It's always been the At the beginning of the pandemic, it was two. No, gas is cheaper in Houston. I was definitely paying that because they have like the whole oil. No, okay. Just period. Because when I went to Houston in why is that last month? I don't know when I went to Houston. It was in January, February. I got gas for like. Two seventy nine. I was definitely that's paying that's in the that's twos. Regular, like, no. To be I, no, I was paying two yeah, for ninety three, like high twos, but in the twos. Yeah. I always pay three dollars. So the fact that we're at four to me, it's kind of like yeah. if it gets any higher, I'm gonna Girl. I'm gonna have to pick and choose the moves no. that I make. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna just be honest. Or Uber. At this point, it's cheaper to Uber. Real yeah, talk, it's, it's actually cheaper to Uber at this is point. Them Uber? prices are going up too, girl. They putting yeah. gas in their car. Y'all know how much I pay to get from the airport to get a Apartment to the airport? No, absolutely not. No pays. Girl, I pay eighty dollars for that the Uber from services. The, the airport to your house. Eighty dollars for that Uber. That was eighty. I'm saying, $80. and that's how much I pay too. And Public I, transportation twice, I, three times. To- yeah, like it's affordable. I, yeah, <laughs> no. that's good. Listen, I'm, I mean, there's nothing wrong. With- Are you too good? Get on the metro. No, Are I'm you? not. I just, I I've never done. So I just, I just don't because, like, I don't live by a stop. Train. Neither do I. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's no, I'm not gonna lie, because like sometimes where? actually the Dallas Dark bus stops. Yeah, the where, dark, like they're where? all in Dallas. They're all throughout Dallas. On where I live, you gotta walk the address. You gotta, but you gotta walk. I don't that, see it. It's not that I'm above it. To walking, no. that's why you don't see it. It's not that even that I'm anyway. above it, but like sometimes I'm gonna be like, oh, I have to fly out of Love Field. I'm gonna take the train. I'm like, I'll just get you. Like, girl, I'll just come get you and no, take I you. Love, Our parents I are so old. I like taking the train. There's nothing wrong with taking the train, but I'm just like, she has to take the train. Then she would hop on the bus to get to Love Field. I'm like, I'll just come pick. As it is today, I had to take her to DFW. I'm like, girl, you. Could have called an Uber. It's crazy because, like, guess who had to be picking up people, taking to the airport? But some oh, people caught it. DFW too. Yeah, she, it's crazy. Like some yeah, people, <laughs> no, I had to pass DFW to pick her yeah. up. But like, I used to think it was cool. That Nikki's mom would drive to the train station, ride the train station downtown, and take the train back and go home. Like, some people just like to do no, that. There's nothing, like, no, there's easy. nothing wrong with that. But you know, sometimes we're I just, just feel like no, I just different. got you. I feel you because I wouldn't want to do it. So I'm just like, not used to I, it. I, I didn't grow up on train on a, on a train system, so it's like for me to start now, it's kind of just like a foreign. Like when I'm already used to driving. Not gonna lie, right. I used to take the bus weekends from San Antonio to Dallas. Fifty cent ride, <laughs> mega bus. What's up? Period. Okay, it was not flex. Mega bus was really I yeah, it was and like they got our business. They got really business. for like yeah. a good two years straight, y'all. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. I literally would do turnaround trips to get my hair done because the ride was fifty cents. I remember one time me me and Paulette. I don't. I don't know what we did. Like we got on that bus. We woke up in Dallas and I was so confused. Like, how did we get here? Like, <laughs> y'all know I don't remember. I remember the first time I got on a bus was on Greyhound, and I remember my dad dropped me off and like literally I was like playing tough. Like, okay, I'm cool, cool. He was like, do this, do that. Like, don't keep your stuff to you. Sit down somewhere. Don't move from this point until mm-hmm. they call your butt. So I was like, okay, cool. So y'all, I get on the bus and like, I don't know, y'all. I start hyperventilating. I call my friend because I like <laughs> freaking out. Cause I'm like, I'm really about to ride this <laughs> bus to Santa. I've never done this. So. One girl, she came up. She's like, hey, girl. I noticed, are you okay? She's like, I saw you talking to your friend. You're crying. Are you good? Like, this and that. She's like, it's okay. Like, it's just like, there's nothing's going to happen on here. Like, she's like, look at this bus. Like, it's the nice one. Like, you know, just watch you something. Just calm down. Y'all, she gave me a Rice Krispie treat. Like, this big. 
<laughs> Bro, I'm gonna tell y'all, ate that hoe up, passed out, woke up, it woke up in San Antonio. They stopped in Austin, didn't even wake up for that stop. Woke up in San Antonio to the driver waking me up. So you did everything your father told you not to do, y'all. Like my nerves were bad. Like, then you still took you took you took candy from a stranger. Then y'all still drugs from somebody one time. She did. I mean, yeah, it's eleven eleven. Who's she? Nikki. <laughs> Y'all are not. We do a lot of weird things on the bus. We do a lot of weird things on the bus. I ain't never. But yeah, yeah, to answer your question, I did take I did take edibles from a stranger, and I'll never do that again. But it was a, it was an experience. Yes, you will. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's okay. Once you do it, you can do it again. Okay, you know. So before we move on, I did kind of want to talk about um, another woman in colors in podcasts. Another group in colors podcasting are they of color yeah that's why that's why i was, yeah, I was hesitating to say they are um, they're white passing women's so, of colorism uh giselle and robin from the reasonably shady podcast if y'all don't know giselle and robin we from know potomac. giselle and robin from the real housewives of potomac. potomac so we know their history of how they interact with other women especially women of color, color of darker color darker color and then ju- just how they act interact in general honestly they're just mean girls um but yeah, so they have a podcast, and actually their podcast is doing pretty well. But that's neither here or there. On their podcast, it actually talking, is. Yeah, and I mean, I listen to it from time to time. It's good. I'm. I mean, I'm sure. But um, on the podcast, they talked about James Harden. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why either. I know because I, I, I know it. he was uh, again. But that that could someone will anyways, correct us in the comments why? Because so, I know he going. he had a. But that wasn't his first game. Maybe okay. Anyways, this is also not a sports podcast. So, um, yeah. So they're talking about James Harden. You know, if you know James Harden has a a long beard, and they were just saying different things about like how they feel like, um, his beard looks dirty. He needs to cut it off. They feel like it smells like weed. There's probably chicken grease in it, and like watermelon. They were just making jokes about it. And like at one point, it was just jokes. Like it was like ha 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 ha. But then when they kept go, they were dragging it. They kept dragging it, and even to the point where like. They they were like, oh, we sound racist, like, but they still kept going, like, okay, he still needs to cut it off. But I just don't understand because, like, I don't know. I feel like as a as a culture, we always like comment on like how black women are just not how black men shouldn't comment on women's like, you appearance. know, appearance and their business. And it's just like for you to kind of emasculate a man because of his beard when and they I, know like beard is, beards like, are beards, big deal to men, sexy. Like, to I've black never men. Thought beard so it's just like to just say that it looks dirty yeah. when it's like it looks tame to me. I don't understand like why mm-hmm. it's not for like it to be so full. Like it's yeah, puffed and combed it's, out it's, very it's, well. Like it's more that's something that you should have pride in as a man. So it's like for them to kind of like again, in my opinion, emasculate him because of that and just make it look like he's just a dirty person. It's just like for me, it was like mm. so. A lot of people have been saying that, like, because uh, James Harden is a dark skinned man or dark skinned male, that like it, it kind of brings out their colorism because they have been accused um, of colorism on the show, watch the show of, of being um, of being like <laughs> colorist towards women of darker skin colors. Candace. But but yeah, I don't know. Like, well, how do y'all Wendy. feel? Because. Mm-hmm. See, um, and Wendy even commented. What did Wendy she said? She's she like, the yikes. Eyes. She she the eyes. Or something like that. For me, uh, definitely going to be on the show. Yeah, like I mean, for the show. I did. Okay, I did listen to. I listened to the clip and I saw the comments before I listened to the clip. So I was expecting a little bit, some, something a little bit more, I think, aggressive. Not saying the real comments weren't out of pocket because they they were. But I think a lot of it, of it was taken out of context. Like when. I saw that they said that his beard smelled like chicken and watermelon. When I actually listened to the clip, 
I think she said they smell like fried chicken. And Robin was, I think Robin was more trolling Giselle than she was making her own comments. Like Robin was just like, really? You gonna say that? You might as well just say watermelon. She was like, yeah, she was like, I mean, this, I think Robin was trying to let her know, like, what you're saying sounds offensive. Even yeah. when she was like, weed, she goes, I don't even know if the man smokes weed. I don't know why I'm saying weed. I think as they were talking, they realized how offensive it was. I think they were trying to be funny and they just missed the mark. Yeah. That so, should have been an edit. It should, yeah, it should have been an edit. I feel like the fact that it got left in was, was a little sloppy on yeah. their end. It's unfortunate. Is, if you're saying Giselle like was leading that conversation, it's unfortunate. Once again, Robin, you're always a casualty yeah. to yeah. Giselle's yeah. It would be different if it was just like a one-time thing. But when you actually listen to the clip, Giselle brought up watermelon at least like three, four times. She's like, watermelon. And then the conversation kept going. She's like, yeah, watermelon. And I'm just like, okay, so what point because are you Ge- trying you know to Giselle actually... tries to make Fetch happen. What point it's... are you trying to get across? And then it continued on to like the weed, the chicken grease, things like that. It's like... I don't understand. How else would that comment have been taken? Like, was it supposed to be a positive? The whole weed smell. Like, was okay. it supposed to be a positive comment? Yeah. To I guess, I, I, guess like, I don't understand. What what other way could it be taken? They just don't like beards. Good for y'all. I just feel like other they were just trying who... to be relatable to another crowd. And it's like, that should have been edited. They just missed the mark. It reminds me of and, when... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. When, um, what's her name? God rest her soul. Um, she used to do Fashion Police. Um, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers, her yeah. daughter. I think it was her daughter who made that comment about Zendaya, mm-hmm. about how her when she had the faux locks in, she said that she felt like it smelled like patchouli oil and oh, weed or marijuana. Yeah. It was very comparable to that moment. And so knowing that that happened, and after that she got canceled like heavily. Like, I think she she was removed from the segment for like maybe a couple years. Like she didn't do the red carpet that year. So knowing that that happened, and for y'all to go ahead and air that there was just because you're black does not give you a pass it's still harmful to the black community for mm-hmm. you to put that whole narrative out there that black people if they don't look how you know it's like respectability politics if you're not clean shaven this and that then you probably smoke weed because i mean he we don't know if he smokes weed he's an mba he's not even allowed to smoke weed i mean technically you know so it just was mm. it was in poor taste it was, it was very poor taste. And uh, apology will soon follow. Trust us. It should, yeah. It, it yeah. should have been followed. Honestly, it's been a couple of days and they've been quiet as a mouse. Mm. They have they, been. They, they th- they're hoping this will move. Like, just be But here, it just does not help their case at all. Like, yeah. on the show, they clearly have moments where they're very questionable. Yeah. And, and, so and now this just kind of adds to it, it even more. I don't understand. I don't understand what kind of perspective they want to give to like the yeah. world I think it's just establishing a pattern it's already mm-hmm. we already know yeah. <laughs> which is just ignorance now the world real. is just hip right. not, about to become hip to it mm-hmm. so that's true it is what it is do y'all yeah. feel like they're football colorist though yes yeah. yes I do yeah. for sure yes. I don't know if it's their fault though but oh, let me not say that I would that's say Giselle way. more than Robin and Robin just kind of plays suit but Giselle yeah, Robin's a follower so it's okay I, I, and it's sad because I really like Robin. I really enjoyed Robin on Potomac. However, when she fell what? in Giselle's shadow, it was just like damn. So I girl. think that a lot of I think that Giselle damn. was able Hate to get you. to a lot of the point where she's at based on the way that she looks. Her light eyes, her light skin, her light hair. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean shit. But I think that I mean, she. Does. I think she has played into no, that, and I, I think that she's kind of run with that. I don't even. I think it works to her in advantage per mm-hmm. se, but it's just like. At the end of the day, like, there's a reason why she's single, doesn't have a man. Like, all that exterior shit that gives Mm -hmm. her those advantages. Like, at the end of the day, she still doesn't have true, genuine love. So, it's like, that's the issue. Mm -hmm. Now you sound like Karen on here. (laughs) I'm just saying, though, it's just like, I feel like it has worked to her advantage. But at the end of the day, it's just like, she actually needs to 
has it worked to her advantage? Yeah. You're saying? yeah, yeah, it has worked to her advantage. Mm-hmm. No, you're saying has, it. but it's, it's unfortunate like, she has to continue this because if she doesn't. She will be chopped off that show. She will lose a lot. Like this they should have. I no, think she wrong. Bravo don't care about. Bravo does Are not care sure? about color. Bravo does not care about colorism. They don't. They do not no, care about black care, lives. They, they don't keeping care. Keeping up this narrative. If she wants to come up, but I'm a changed person. This is not. I've seen what I've done, and now I'm working on like colorism. Can't do that. They don't care about. But when it comes to somebody making racism. a racist, yeah. uh, racist comment, they gonna get rid of them. But Ramona's still on the show. Oh my Whoa. God! Ramona is peak I'm on season racism. twelve, and I'm just like Ramona. Ramona. She brought them to a Trump charity supporter's house to film, and no one said anything until afterwards. I'm like, and every mm. single time they have um, like people to help them in the, around the house, she always what she call them the, the help. help or servants. Like, and it's yeah. so crazy to me. Like they go on vacation, and she'd be like. I'm packing my bag. Yeah. Hang, hang, hang this up. Hang like, no, no, I'm not like, leaving you because I don't want this. I'm like, dang, you think like, they're going to steal from you on TV? Yeah, I'm sorry. Really? Bravo does not care about black lives. They care about backlash. So if the backlash, mm-hmm. it, the, the backlash is loud enough, which I don't think it will be, mm-hmm. no shit. It won't be for this. No, um, They won't. won't. They're not going nowhere because they're black. That's why. They're white. They would yeah, it's going to be it. an episode on Real House of Yeah, it is. It's going to end like, for sure. It's going to be a huge, like, three episode. And Wendy's part. Wendy, you better go in. I want to say this one thing, and then I'm going to change it into the topic. But Candace need to get a podcast. Did y'all see how Monique is going to be on Love and I saw Marriage really? uh, Potomac or whatever or DC, whatever it is? No. I actually am a person I'm who excited. I actually do watch Love and Marriage Huntsville and it's good as fuck. Okay. So I'm excited. Huntsville, like Texas? No. Um, Alabama. Alabama. Where yeah. Huntsville is? I think it's a Huntsville. There's one, the Huntsville, um, Alabama. Country, Alabama. So yeah, Alabama. It's very good. If you haven't watched it, tune in. Yes, I'm plugging it. But anyways, Monique and her husband are supposed to be joining Love and Marriage. I don't know what the city is. And I actually like them, so I may watch it. No, yeah. I just have good. so many shows to watch. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and jump into the topic today, which is going to be love bombing. And does, just really quickly before I continue, do y'all all know what it is or should I give like a quick description? Just in case they don't know. Okay, so pretty much love bombing can be considered a manipulative tactic used to control you by bombing you with over affection, gifts, and compliments early on in the date in the dating stage to rush the relationship. The ultimate goal is to make you feel obligated to the love bomber and for the love bomber to be in control. It's a major red flag. So you, so if you experience it, run. So I guess to add on to that, like love bombing would be like you meet somebody and like they're giving you all this attention, all this affection, all these compliments or whatever. And like pretty much trying to rush gifts, gifts, anything. They're trying to rush the experiences like, bro, like actually pump the brakes like. Why are you? Why do you feel this this about feel this way about me so fast? Like, why are you showing me this attention this fast? Like, we just met each other. Like, it's actually a lot. Been love bombed on my dating life. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say on my Uh-oh. dating life. I'm just saying. Like, sometimes my question is: Is that become a bad thing? Yeah, that's a, that's my question. Um, it's like, are we getting so accustomed to being treated like shit that whenever no. someone might? No, 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 no. Because that's no. the thing. We have to make a clear definition. Yeah, between not, the difference. Yeah, no, yeah, I, think I agree. That's what. So in the definition, I don't know if she read the word manipulative, but that's what it is. It's like love bombing it's a, is a, manipulative it's a, it's a because again, if let's say you meet a guy and he's giving you like money all the time, he's buying you gifts all the time, and then all of a sudden, like mm-hmm. you don't hang out with him one night, and he's just it's like cold turkey. Yeah, no, not even it's cold turkey, but you don't hang out. Like let's say you you go out with your your girls on the weekend or whatever, and he's just like. He's kind of pressing you like, when are you coming or are you going to come home? Like, just kind of like, mm-hmm. just oh, be controlling over this. That, that's that's what it is. It's so crazy because like, I talked about love bombing and shit, and like someone told me like it's like in the beginning what you said, but then like the moment like you you stop like meeting their needs, they just start icing you out and like mm-hmm. they're yeah. not giving you gifts, they're so, not giving you affirmation stuff like that. Like it's on and off switch. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I feel like to me, love bombing is more like in the beginning somebody bombs you with so much affection that mm-hmm. they build 
for you like your ideal guy yeah mm-hmm. and so when things are low you rely so much on that yeah. to keep mm-hmm. you going through the low mm-hmm. moments when in their head you think it's just oh this isn't who he is that's who he is when in actuality this is who he is, he, is yeah. he just mm-hmm. used it as a vacate to yeah, string facts. you along during yeah. the bad times mm-hmm. and the times of love bombing are usually short periods whereas the bad times be like the yeah. longer periods yeah. you know mm-hmm. so i guess in regards to that like do y'all feel like most people who love bomb are like low-key narcissists yes yeah and the reason why and the the reason why i said that is because they try to say like the love language of a narcissist is someone who love bombs you because they're going to say like at first they poured on very thick with compliments gifts and dates anything that'll make you feel totally adored but then in the moment like you let your guard down like they they turn on you and it's just like whoa like where you went from being this super loving individual like showing me how you felt about me to now all of a sudden like you're treating me like shit and it's confusing because it's like (laughs) at that point you've like opened up yourself to be like vulnerable to somebody Mm -hmm. and it's just like Mm -hmm. why are you acting different this is what monsters do I think that we love to put (laughs) definitions and like words to everything you know we have mm-hmm. to so, you have to call it what it is, but, how it is but they might not necessarily be a narcissist i think you have to look at where they got this practice from you know who's to say that they didn't grow up like that who's to say that you know maybe their dad would that give doesn't them, make you less of a narcissist just if you a didn't narcissist grow up in the it. making when you're younger yeah. i mean i don't know because i feel like people are so quick to throw narcissists at I, no, everything i do agree. i feel yeah. like we, i think we are overusing nar- narcissism a little yeah. bit like, narcissism now has went that from was like a personality disorder i know this is a question to, but to, i'm saying like mm-hmm. why do we have to like just because someone is manipulative we automatically say oh you're a narcissist but that's yeah. not necessarily the case mm-hmm. like so but like if you really abusive, like huh? research what a narcissist <laughs> is and like you see like the characteristics and someone like i mean so you think edu- so, do you think that any of the actions in your past someone can call you a narcissist and would you want them to call you that? I mean, no, but me, I feel no. like I could I call other I, people. Yeah, a narcissist. I don't, I don't think I've ever. Men, seen, I mean, yes. I, I don't think I've ever been a narcissist. I'm not gonna lie to you, but like, if someone was to call me that, of course I'd be offended because it's like that. If you really define, look in the textbook, I'm mm-hmm. not a narcissist. So, but there, are, I've have dealt with people that are narcissists. No, I don't I, disagree. I, there are get, people that you know, are narcissists. I don't. Dis, I don't disagree. So with being you in that self-centered sense. and being a narcissist is two different things, and being mm-hmm. selfish and being a narcissist is two different things. So being selfish, everybody has like self-awareness. Everybody has like selfishness in them. So it's it's different to say like, oh, yeah, I've been selfish in a relationship versus like I've been a complete narcissist where all I do is think about myself excessively and mm-hmm. nothing matters except how I feel in this moment. This is lacking self-awareness. I don't think you're a narcissist. No, but, excessive. That's a narcissist. No, the de- but, that by definition, that's what narcissists. Mean. But a narcissism, a narcissist actually is a personality disorder that requires yeah, I know a that. medical diagnosis. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I, so I do feel like the only reason I agree with Nikki, because I do feel like we've got to the point where it's kind of like when people say, oh, I have anxiety because yeah. I get nervous before a test. It's like, I mean, it's I understand. Like, yeah. That you know you mm-hmm. read about it and you think that you have it, but there are a lot more steps in just mm-hmm. diagnosing people based off of. Oh, and we're in a relationship. I felt like he was very self-absorbed. He could have been cheating on you. You don't mm-hmm. really know. He probably just thinking. So, I'm not saying you personally, but I'm like, yeah. There's a lot more that goes into just labeling someone a narcissist. Like to me, when mm-hmm. I see someone who's a narcissist, I think it's like it's self destruct. It's it's like destructive. Yeah. So not okay. So then if they're and not still so then if it. they're not a narcissist, then what do you think makes men I'm only talking about men not women because mm-hmm. I feel from our experiences men what do you think makes them love bomb then I think they're toxic I think I think they could be emotionally abusive but I don't think it's always I don't think love bombing is tied to narcissism I think mm-hmm. it can be I think narcissists mm-hmm. may have the ability, like, ability to think it out and have like that strategy I'm not strategy because people that are not narcissists love bomb as well there may have been times no, where facts. we all love bomb before you know what I mean I haven't to, I haven't either not to so. a man but and and in experiences and thinking about it, I'm not gonna lie. Like I feel like a lot of men who like love bomb are people who have not healed from their past, and so yeah. they're trying to chase this feeling okay. that they had with their past relationship, and they're trying to rush the 
progress of getting to know somebody and actually date them is because they're trying to get back to what they're accustomed to. And so you actually have to kind of be red flags about like, what are we rushing for? I feel like anything that's worth having mm-hmm. What are we rushing it for? If it's gonna be here, if it's so true to be, why why are we? But there's a what difference so between rushing and like. But that's what I was gonna ask. What is your time? What is what do y'all consider rushing in a relationship? Because I think that also <sighs> depends on where you're, like what stage you're at <sighs> in your life. You know, I feel like when the old like the us when we first started this podcast, which was you know like what five years ago at this point, rushing uh-huh. to us may have been like, oh my gosh, like you're trying to marry me in a year. But I don't know if I could say the same yeah, that I'm that's rushing lie. now at the point in my life. You know, like I can see why people could get married in a year. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on like what your definition of mm-hmm. rushing is at this point. Mm-hmm. I just keep thinking. I don't know why. We're, I don't know. I, I still stand by. I think all of bombers are narcissists. But that's also mm-hmm. I mean, I'm speaking to my experience. So mm-hmm. I can, again, I, there's a clear difference between being selfish, being self-centered and being a narcissist and having a narcissist personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And with that disorder, it comes like um, abuse of power also. And those are the things that a love bomber does. They're kind of they align with it's aligns with the same definition of a narcissist so if you ask me i'm gonna so have you been with multiple love bombers multiple uh no okay so has anyone here ever experienced love i have yeah i have yes Yes, i have anybody want to describe like what that felt like (sighs) i just felt like a lot like i'm not gonna i felt good at one point but then like somewhere along the way it's just kind of like okay like is this real or are you just doing this because like right. you want to like shape my mind around you and like me you want me to be down with only you and it's like are you really doing this because like mm-hmm. you're really into me or are you just doing this because yeah. you want me to like ride for you you know mm-hmm. what I mean and the moment and I ride for you that's when like the switches are and it's a very sucky feeling because I feel like I've been through this recently and it's just like once I'm once now that I'm out of it like to look back on it it's just like I realize that you know, I was very hesitant. Like, I don't feel like right now I'm ready to be anybody's girlfriend. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. when someone is in front of you saying how much they like you, how much they want to be with you, I started becoming like open. Okay, like I might not be ready, but this person is showing me how much yeah. they fuck with me, how much they like me. Like maybe, I, maybe I just need to take a, a leap of faith. But then I realized, like, what are we actually rushing for? Like, you're trying to get me to feel all these emotions, and it's just like, what are we rushing this progress for? And it's just like nothing even ended up came to fruition after it was all said and done. I'm just like, bro, like you actually love the blood bomb the fuck out of me. Like I actually was very mm-hmm. much chilling, going with the flow, and like you put all these ideas. And these things into me and made me feel like you really fuck with me just for in the end you didn't really fuck with me like that yeah. and I was like well, what was the reason like why you didn't have to do all that you did yeah. and it's like bro dudes have a habit of like over promising and giving all these affirmations telling me how to fuck you this that and that's just like bro like you actually can bring it down a little bit like I was gonna fuck with you even you without that just shut the fuck up yeah. Yeah. you could have sat there and ate your food listen mm-hmm. when I, I'm about to say this right now and this literally is dear and hard to my soul I hate when people over promise and mm-hmm. under deliver mm-hmm. because you could have just shut the fuck up yeah. You could have just Seriously. shut up. Like, oh, that's literally how Seriously. I feel about everything. Like you could have just shut up. Like why you didn't even have to do all that? That's yeah. what, it is, what it comes down to. Yeah, but that's my experience when it comes to love bombing. I think I agree. In the like the way you could tell us love bombing is in the beginning it feels good, but after a while it starts feeling inauthentic. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you can kind of feel it coming. Almost. Yeah, like in your head mm-hmm. you're just like, okay, this, this is gonna makes happen. sense. Almost and then you're gonna slide true. into mm-hmm. your actual personality, and then when you start feeling that you're losing me a little bit, then you're gonna turn a switch up of like doing all the things that you think that I want you to do. When the actuality is mm-hmm. like, now this doesn't mean anything to me because I know it's gonna be followed by headache, madness. Exactly. <laughs> so and they hate it when gosh. you figure them out at that oh, point. Oh my god, they try to twist it. Yeah, it was. You, not me. No, nigga, it was you. I think for me, like, the experience that I had, it was definitely, like, all, like, lovey-dovey, like, gifts, trips, 
dinners, everything you could think of in the beginning. But it all led up to a point where he wanted to ask me like something like a favor, you know? Mm-hmm. And Gosh. when I could not do that for him, like literally like everything changed. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever I was really able to see like who he truly was. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was younger and I had already like been manipulated at this point. I'm thinking like, okay, maybe I was in the wrong because, you know, I didn't, he's done all this for me. I wasn't able to do this for him. So I can see why he'd be upset, but I didn't realize like the way he treated me, it just wasn't okay. Like it didn't matter what he did for me. It still wasn't okay. Like Simon Livey. Yeah. Uh, tell you he loves you and all that other stuff and have you feeling like he got money and then he start asking you for shit no literally that's definitely what the t- <laughs> okay, that, Twitter, that was a love bombing situation Tinder, Tinder, Tinder swimmer swimmer situation yeah that was, was a love bombing sure. <laughs> Simon said I finesse so if I fuck my business <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no that's crazy so I guess other than gifts and compliments like what other red flags of lo- is associated with like love bombing so how do you feel when people need to be validated validated with words early on in the relationship? I mean, see, is that love bombing, though, if you feel like you need reassurance? Because to me, yeah, I'm not. No, it's not. I think the first question had me. The first question is a whole other question in itself, which mm-hmm. was like, you said, what other... What um, other red flags are outside there? Of outside gifts of gifts. And, and yeah, and I think it's um, obligation to your time. Mm-hmm. Like, obligation to your time and mm-hmm. your space and everything. It's like... If they don't, and it, this is just my experience, if they don't feel like they can have you right then, right there, then it's like, then you just kind of get treated like the bottom of no, their shoe type shit. And yeah. I, I don't, mm and, and to be clear, now that I'm thinking about it, like when everybody's sitting here and talking about their experience with um, love bombing or whatever, maybe, I don't know what y'all's experience was, but my personal experience, well, he was a narcissist 100%. So I could see how like, that's why it's, it's not kind of adding up to y'all. Cause like not every love bomber is a narcissist. But for me, Specifically, it, it was. There's like no ifs, ands, mm-hmm. or buts about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's See, for me, true. and this is going to sound so bad, y'all, because <laughs> I feel like this disconnect, because I have nothing against love bombing. I'm not going to lie. Well, okay, not that I have anything against love bombing, because I feel like a part of me, and it's because I've been in a lot of toxic relationships, maybe that's what it is. I kind of made it my love language. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do like in the beginning mm-hmm. for, I want you to come with the energy. I just don't want but you to stop. But that is the difference between honeymoon phase and love bombing. No, oh, okay. so that's, let me facts, that's facts, that's facts, so, that's facts. You know what but, I mean? So like when you say like I'll I'll get you a time that's a red flag. Nah, nigga, no. I want you to be like. But that. So but do you feel like there's an advantage to love bombing? Mm-hmm. No, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the only bad part about love is when it's a bomb. You know what I mean? No, I mean, that's, that's facts only, because in this, my situation, I loved it until I hated it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I loved every bit yeah. about that shit yeah, until yeah, it. But that's how it worked. That's what love bombing is. You love it until it wasn't great. Like it's good until it's not. That's what I'm saying. So when you say like red flags, I'm just being honest about my experience. Like. That's why I feel like I end up like falling for the people who do stuff like that. Exactly. And even if a guy, if you want my energy, I'm not gonna lie. You just, gotta come you hard. To, to you, have to, you gotta come yeah, with the apply energy. Pressure. Just yeah. don't stop. So yeah. like all that, if he feels like he has obligation to my time, like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Like if that's a red flag, I mean, I want you to. I no, want you because to blow so, me so up. the difference like, between that is like again, it doesn't turn. Does I it agree. turn all bad for you? No, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like at the end. Like I was talking about her question when she said, "What are red flags to love bombing?" All those other stuff to me. It's hard for me to see red flags. The red flags look green to me. I like six flags. Well, like what I'm saying is sometimes people's love bombing experiences are not always negative. It sometimes turns out into a positive. I mean, it and even the second, but then I think that that changes the definition of, of love. It does. Like, you want being love, love bombing okay, is so, a negative experience. Yeah. So that's but, why I'm like, we're not talking about be, applying. Pre- we're I think okay, I'm okay, missing my point. No, we're not missing your point. But the thing is, 
I don't. You don't. I don't think you, you've been in a love bombing situation. Love bomb. No, the thing is, I, in, the, is in the past, I have, I have, and I didn't enjoy it. Falling for, like, I didn't enjoy it. But what I'm saying is, even in that experience, moving forward, if somebody comes with that it. same energy, it's not going to be a red flag for me, unfortunately, yeah. because that that's now become my love that's language. I enjoy. Like, the, sec, the second part of that question pretty much said, like, how do you feel about needing like validation early on? I'm somebody. One of my love languages is words of affirmation. Yeah. So it's like same. somebody can like can come through saying how much they feel about me, how much they want to fuck, how much they want to fuck with me, how much they want me to be their girlfriend. I like to hear those yeah, type of things. That's yeah. how I like to be loved. Yeah. So for me, I hear what she's saying. It's hard because it's like, that's what I need in a relationship. Mm, and it's hard to decipher yeah. between somebody who genuinely fucks with me or somebody who's love bombing me and yeah. just saying whatever they think I want to hear yeah. to get my time and affection. And it's sad now that I'm older, like I can read through bullshit mm. so quickly and it just makes dating even harder. But, that's one thing too. I need words of affirmation, and some of you men are just not doing it or giving it. But now I'm I, I like my niggas thirsty. But no, the, right I, the thing is, I the do right too. I, I, not even <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's what it is. No, like right. you just need the right nigga to apply pressure. Because I think yeah. once you start seeing like once you start seeing through the cracks in the early stages, then it's like it's not even because yeah. I, I would think all men know how to apply pressure. The only thing I'm worried about, whatever mm-hmm. it comes you know? to us, like putting this definition out there of love bombing, I don't want people to think that if they are getting this type of attention, it's, it's automatically bad, yeah. a bad thing. No, yeah, that's, 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 that's not, I said, that's not, not that's, then, yeah. And then I think, okay, so for my, in my experience, it was the, the gifts, the, the, like literally the everything, the flowers, the dates, like uh, on a consistent basis. And then like, it just like out of nowhere, it was just like, I think it happened like all in a day. Like I started seeing like, you know what? And through arguments, that's when I started picking up on behaviors. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like when we argue, it's like, you ready to like, not even like take all this shit. That was one of the things. I'm ready to take all this shit back. That was one red flag. Mm-hmm. But then also it was like, okay, well, I'm not obligated to your time. Like, it was like the whole like, oh, we need to we need to talk right now. Like, this is like the whole obligation to like your time when it's like I'm not busy right now. I can't like, I have like I'm at work. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about talking right now? That doesn't that's not adding up. Mm-hmm. It'd be different. It's like, hey, I really need to talk to you, right? The obligation to your time was magnified. Like when I cannot make it, I am not mm-hmm. physically even in the same like state as you like what are you talking about yeah. and then also it was like um just the harmful words in the arguments like oh my god harmful words and then the whole like like yeah. i said before the repeating of the message message after message yeah. after message after message after yeah. like that's too much for me mm-hmm. so is. i think even in, before it even blew up to be become a bomb situation there were red flags in between that i was just like this may go left mm-hmm. this may go all the way left because mm-hmm. i see the i love what you're doing but at the same yeah. time there's something about this is mm-hmm. not sitting right with me yeah and like I, and i ended that's up being right yeah. so i just think it's like you can peep in between it's different between like somebody who's genuine like for me, like it just never really sat right with me. Like the right. whole situation, I, something was like, "This is too good to be true," or it's like something in the back of my head is like. Mm-hmm. And I think as a woman, you yeah, know, like your woman intuition can kind of just mm-hmm. be like, "Something's yeah, not yeah, right." Let things right? play out. So, yeah. yeah, something's not right. So I think like it wasn't just like I was just like green from jump. Like I'm accepting all these gifts mm-hmm. in the back of my head. I was like, "Something's not right." Mm-hmm. So again, I think that like if you yeah. can, if you can be in a situation where you're talking to somebody, he's applying pressure, and you like him equally, and it's like uh, it's like both uh, y'all both like feeling this fire. That's one thing. But if you see like something's not right, it's probably going to be a love bomb situation. And that's mm-hmm. how it was for me. And that's why I'm like, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because it's just like in my situation is like I was definitely being love bomb like you know oh we're about to be in a relationship this that, and the third and then all of a sudden I was like oh I'm not ready you're ready and I'm like whoa 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 you been talking about this how you feel about me this is the next step that you want to take I've been very quiet like I'm just going with the flow of things what you're saying to me so for you to turn around and throw it in my face like you're ready and I'm not 
I, I haven't said shit. You did. So now I'm sitting here confused. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I've never even said anything more than what it has been. And it's just like, that's very manipulative because now it's got me feeling like I'm crazy. And I'm like, no, you said that. I didn't and, say shit. And you know, and I low-key was in a similar situation. Someone told me that they weren't looking for a relationship. And I was like, okay, cool. Platonic. Because like, <laughs> that's all. Platonic. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. friend, like you're my friend. Like we're mm-hmm. going to be friends. Because other than that, I'm not about to be playing with you. Mm. So then out of nowhere, now you caught feelings. And I I mean, somewhere along the road, I started, my feelings changed. Okay, so why did you not voice that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And men are weird with that. And it's just weird. I don't know. And honestly, to piggyback off what you're saying, hurtful words, that is one thing to me. Like, y'all, if a man, <sighs> I get it, y'all have different dynamics in y'all relationship. But one thing for me, you cannot talk to me any kind of way. And the moment you do, we are done. There's mm-hmm. no coming back from it. Because I feel like that's how you feel about me. If you can muster up the courage to say certain words to me that are degrading and disrespectful, that is how you feel about me and I can't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me ask y'all this. So in the situation where y'all Mm-mm. were getting love bombed, it was it like a blow up situation? You just never talked to them again or was it kind of hard for you to pull out? Of course it's hard, it to, hard for you to, to pull out. out. But <laughs> you get to a moment where it's kind of like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> Like, no. Not, I mean, was, mine was, was a very long process. <laughs> yeah. Mine was mine years. Was mine was, a, mine was a, a journey. No, mine was too. I'm not going to lie. Them gifts was pretty. This gift was nice. It was hard to let them go. It wasn't even about lie. the gifts. You know, like, it's just like the energy, the vibes, the conversation. It wasn't even just about the gifts as well. Like, me. it was also like, yeah. whenever times were good, it was really good. It was really good. You know, like, right. he actually made me feel really good whenever times were good. Mm-hmm. But then whenever times were bad, they were bad as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So, eventually like whenever i started to see that there were more bad times than good that's when my eyes started to be like more yeah. open to things but in the i want to say in the beginning beginning middle some of the end you know there were more positive times so i was like willing to con- continue to stick it out but whenever like you said the words started getting worse in our arguments mm. our arguments started to get more frequent um the disrespect started to get more often mm-hmm. it was like oh shit like this yeah. is not really who you are like no. now you're really showing me it wasn't even monster. like it wasn't even like the 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 bad outweighed the good i think the good outweighed the bad but for me it was like it just when the bad happened it was just too it was too detrimental i was like bro it's not even worth it like <laughs> yeah. everything you're doing is not worth it bro like i would rather have my peace than you see you yelling in my face affect like, like my mm-hmm. energy to a point where it's like my week is fucked up and shit i don't i can't yeah. I can't deal with it. Like, I'm sorry. No. Mm-hmm. Like, arguments are not supposed to be like that. You can have a disagreement, and you always have to remember, like, we're not mad at each other. We're mad at this, right? And it's like, the moment we start getting mad at each other, I'm off of it. Because it's like, mm-hmm. now, you don't even know how to argue correctly. Like, <laughs> now so, you attacking me. <laughs> so I, I'm going to kind of take it in a different direction. I'm going to read something and get y'all's opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, when you're so used to being love bomb, you'll quickly think that there's no chemistry when you finally meet a good guy. Mm-hmm. That's not about that shit because you're not feeling the quote unquote butterflies. Really, butterflies are just a nervous system response to you being love bomb. Butterflies signal you're anxious, anxious to please, anxious about having someone more with him because of how good he's making you feel with his love bombing. It says, understand that chemistry like and real that. healthy <laughs> bonds take time to grow and manifest into something mm-hmm. more. You're used to instant gratification from a history of being love bombed or either you're in a hurry to meet the one and can't be patient enough to take your time. This is the last part. It says, it takes time to learn what's good for you, us and accept it. We're so used to receiving what's bad for us. Challenge yourself to do something different to kill your old habits and conditioning. Honestly. And I'm just like, bro, I think we've all said on this podcast before, like, I know I've said it. I like to feel a certain type of way when I meet a guy. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel like I know within the first five minutes of me meeting somebody or texting somebody, if me and this person are going to vibe. And it's based on how they approach me and how they try to get to know me. And if I don't get that, I have no interest in really mm-hmm. trying to get to know them at that point. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know. And I'm like, 
that no is probably me being love bombed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess it just depends on the person's concept of time, though. You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I think that definition is easy to be said. But mm-hmm. like I said, I don't want to put it out there. Like, just because you do have those feelings, that that means you're being love bombed. I don't I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Just because you actually have butterflies in your in your stomach for somebody. Yeah. It doesn't mean that later on in the line, now they're going to turn be into a love bomb. Yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's not the case. <laughs> kind of yeah. aggressive yeah <laughs> so it's like I, I get where that that person is coming from like love does take time mm-hmm. and you know love grows over time mm-hmm. but to say that there's not love at first sight I'm still like a sucker for like romance I think yeah. there is mm-hmm. there is but I also it also I think you also have to like take into consideration like what is people's intents behind like doing so much so early like mm-hmm. I, no listen he might love me girl yeah. like, like let him love me what? I'm not I'm not no, against a man showing I'm not, he loves me I love did not me. say that Paula. Love me, that's bro. not the just narrative we're gonna spin no, I'm not spinning the narrative I'm just saying no, from my point of view just but that's you. not what I that's not what I'm saying mm-hmm. because I think it, it, it again it depends on the intentions behind all this like by month two, why do you love me? What are you talking about? I mean, at the, by month two, we just met. It kind of goes back to it kind of goes back to what Nikki's saying. Why are you saying, feeling though? so strong? Like again, when you like, we can lay you can lay it on thick in a healthy manner. But again, like mm-hmm. you just met this person, you want them to love you by month two? I but mean, like, okay, 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 okay. No, no, I, okay, yeah, yes. you're right. But again, Maybe the first, consistent, but it, it also doesn't. Talking, some, in some situ- in some situations, it just does not make sense. Like a lot we're, of it, yeah. we're talking, we're texting, yeah. we're, we haven't even spent that much time together, and you're in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's intense. But, mm-hmm. but I also think it depends on again your like. What's your love language? Words of affirmation. Is it really? Yeah. You think so? I know so. Okay. Mm. <laughs> not you think so? Like I don't <laughs> no, know I'm myself. Not, I, I mean, I don't know. I was, no, I, I, words I, of affirmation. I was looking you to say that. I was no, but to say but for me, so you feel like you need a lot of reassurance in relationships. I don't say I, I need it, but I I like it. I lo- I actually okay. do love it. That's a, and you value love that over quality time I, and gifts. Words of affirmation, yes, okay. I do, I do. So quality time, I think words of affirmation and quality time would be like my top two. Okay. So I can't, but over gifts, yes. So, but I think again, it just depends on their intent. For my situation and my experience, by month two, you sitting here talking about like how much your love it wasn't adding up to me because I just met you. So I just was yeah. like, why? It's I'm, like maybe the L word is a bit aggressive. Yeah, that was aggressive, and that's why it I'm was saying it's L word. Yes, like that's a lot. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you talking about? Why do you even do you even know my middle name? What are you that, talking about? That, like, what are you I saying? feel by month n- number two, they should know your middle name. By month two, I'm not no. Really? If I just met you. I'm not two, giving you my full government days. by month. Sixty days. Yeah. Paulette, no. I'm next, sorry. next thing you know, he buy nuclear weapons in your name. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, like, I'm sorry. No. A middle name? I mean, I you don't hear yourself. No, like, it depends on how often y'all are talking. If y'all are consistently dating and like consistency here, like no. it's not a thing where you're on and off talking to them every other two. Those are password security that. questions. No. You're gathering info. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know what I'm saying? Like you're. So uh, I'm gonna ask y'all a question. You're gonna tell me that y'all never dealt with someone you didn't know their first, middle, and last name. Yes, I have. I did. Okay, so. But that's. Did we get to? If we didn't get to month three, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to spell your last name. Okay. I mean, okay. It depends. Like, sorry, I don't run a background check. I'll be honest. It's not about running back. I'm just saying, like in general, like knowing things about people. Like, I mean, you're saying you you can know six months to do that. I think you can know things about people. I don't need six months. I'm saying if we made it to six months, it's because I invested time in you. Just because I talked to you for two months does not mean that I need to know everything about Uh, you. Absolutely. I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, after two months, you're saying that you should, you wouldn't know someone's middle. That's this. I really don't know a lot of people's middle names. I don't even know. You may be one of the three niggas I'm talking to. I don't know your middle name. Do you know my middle name? No. Okay then. So what are you talking? 
that. That has nothing to do with my conversation. I'm just asking a question. Y'all now trying to personalize it. The original statement was about love. Like, loving in a short... It doesn't even matter... Two months, we can put however many times. For me, it was too much too soon. Mm-hmm. So it could have been six weeks. It could have been three, whatever. For me, I personally yeah. it was too much too soon because we I had just met that person. So it's like for you to mm-hmm. be saying all these feelings and how much you, how strongly you feel about me when it's like, I don't even know you like that. For mm-hmm. me, it was intense. And that's why I was like, it, I should have saw that as like, which I did see it as like a red yeah, flag. Yeah, and yeah, for yeah. me, it was like, okay, like I'm not even gonna put my all into this. And I'm glad that I didn't because it turned out to be a love bombing situation to where it was like, but have it y'all ever have y'all ever been in a situation uh, where gloss on anymore? <laughs> have y'all ever been in a situation where in the beginning you're the one saying like, "Hey, let's take things slow, like let's take our time." Yes. Yeah. But then later on, have you ever liked that person so much and they're actually ta- almost taking their time too much that now you like kind of regret saying, saying those words? That, yeah. Um. <sighs> yeah, but. Mainly because I know that the reason I was saying that was because they were applying so much pressure in the beginning that I was like, okay, you know what? Let's slow it down so we can make things work. And then I realized it is similar to love bombing where you were saying all that so I could put all my eggs into your basket. And once I put all my eggs in your basket, you started taking your time and dragging your feet. Yeah. But do you think so? What if they were just saying now? What if they're now saying... I was just listening to what you were telling me. That's cap. That's manipulation. Because no, how how do you go from wanting to be in a relationship with somebody and then when actually time progresses... Maybe not even just like yeah. being in a... Maybe not even like that. Like, But you can tell that they're like really putting all their time and energy into you in the beginning, you know? But you felt like it was like coming on a little too strong. And so you're telling them rep- like repeatedly like, hey, like let's take things slow. Like let's... Sh- like, you know, like let's really get to know each other. And they finally like take into consideration your words and they might scale it back a little bit. But now you've grown to like this person so much that you kind of like the speed that y'all were going at. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie, because I, I, I feel like I've done that. I've been in a situation like that, but that's because it's toxic. Okay, it's, it's because you you like the person when they're applying pressure, and so you fall back. But as soon as they fall back, then you want to fall forward, and then it just becomes a yo-yo cycle where yeah, you kind of want what you can't get, or you feel like you're losing them, and you want them back. So in that situation, I feel like maybe. That's why I said it depends on your intent behind it. Because if you're yeah. doing all these things with the intentions of them to make you feel exactly how they feel in that moment, it's kind of just like, I, instead of just letting it genuinely happen, yeah. then it's like, I think that's when it becomes like muddy waters. Um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, so, that makes sense. I don't know, y'all. Yeah. But yeah, my, my experience, my experience was a little bit traumatic. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> my, my experience was actually, and it's actually very triggering to talk about. I'm going to be honest with y'all. It is. But yeah, I just, there's a thing like, I, no, I, I really agree with you, Crystal, because my situation, I, it's so crazy. Y'all put love bomb to it because I never like put that definition to it. I just thought it was like downright abusive at that point. <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> it is. is. It is. If we're being real, it is like. This is not to be confused. This yeah, is this is not to be confused. This is very much so abuse. Like just, and it doesn't have to be like a physical abuse situation. Yeah, it's just definitely like talked like about, mental. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. mental abuse. It's emotional abuse. Like all those kind of things. Like it, those are not okay. And that's why I'm like, mm. no, go ahead. You're good. Uh, go ahead, Nikki. <laughs> the walkie shit. I see you sitting. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. did she love me? Did she love me back? Wait, you I tried it. Stop. <laughs> You tried it. I'm childish. I'm sorry, guys. Lakeisha. But yeah, Whack. nah. Whack I don't know. Michelle. Y'all been coming for me. What's good, bro? <laughs> okay, so ha- have y'all ever Whack heard Michelle? of the, the, the two-week pipeline? Mm-mm, no. What is that? I'm going to read it to you. It says, being infatuated with each other for two weeks to realize y'all have absolutely nothing in common pipeline. Have you ever experienced that before? Yeah, it's called a rebound. 
<laughs> oh my gosh as soon as your ex hit you back you like man I don't know what I'm doing Literally. I was really gonna I have never experienced that but I do want to ask like we can answer this later like how do y'all really know the di- like the difference between like infatuation lust and like possible love you don't until it stops <laughs> right no that's crazy though like I don't know. I feel like until it's like, like infatuation and lust run together. Yeah. They do. That's what I'm no, saying. Yeah. Like they, those yeah. two kind of go together. But how can, like how can you now tell the difference between like that and like it being like real? Like y'all really like having genuine feelings. Um, I feel like when it comes to love, like intuition, child. We don't know. <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> love, like you show me like we're without a doubt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think when you're in that lust infatuation stage, that you can think you love somebody, but yeah. it's just like. Sometimes you're still in that idea where you're in love with the thought of somebody and not really that person. person. So I feel like with time, you kind of realize when you actually love someone yeah. versus like being infatuated. So how how long do you like, cause I know you, you put infatuation like pipeline to like two weeks, but do you yeah. feel like infatuation can go for a long period of time? Yeah. It can. Yeah, because people, I mean, no, people years. always uh, like, they don't show you who they really are. Like mm-hmm. you're getting an audition version of them. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's going to show their best self, their perfect image of them. And it's just like, until they finally decide to show you the real them, that can last however long until you really meet the real yeah. person. Yeah. So I agree. Cause I feel like love is love when you like, you love the bad shit about them too. I feel like lust is when, oh my gosh, he's so fine. He's this, he does this, he does that. Mm-hmm. But love is when you just like, man, that nigga stink. And I, I like, <laughs> I, I love how he smells in the morning, even though it's not the like, pleasant. Or I, even when he gets mad at me, like you I go kiss cool. him in his morning. Yeah, break. like you, you a pick gremlin. His, you could pick his nose. You know yeah. what I mean? I knew like, the perk was. Yeah, I knew the perk <laughs> was fucking fake. gremlin. But I when you start acting like a gremlin yeah. behind that nigga, that's how you know you yeah. love. I knew the nigga was. Hey, let me let me shut up. I, say, I knew the nigga was toxic, but I still fuck because I'm a gremlin, but it's cool. Fucking gremlin. But the two week infatuation period, have I ever been down that? I I don't think I. I, I maybe not two weeks, I, but I've been yeah, in infatuation situations yeah. for real. But to say like nothing in common, we don't have nothing in common. But why, why, why am I infatuated with you? Just the vibe. Sometimes, yeah, it's just sometimes, the, sometimes the conversation, the energy, like a new energy you've never experienced. Mm-hmm. Like, what you doing today? Let's go. Let's go here. What you doing tomorrow? Like it can happen really quickly. Yeah. Like, people try to show you a good time, and it's Literally. just like I want to see you. It can happen so quick to the point where it's like you meet them. Next thing you know, like y'all go out on a date the next day. Next thing you know, you're at their house oh every God. day. And then next thing you know, it's been two <laughs> weeks and you've been at their house work. for two weeks. <laughs> and then you like, and then, one day second job. <laughs> and then one day you just wake up and you're like, who is this nigga? Who is this nigga? <laughs> this is, what is your credit score? Is, Why am I here? This is PTSD. No, no, no I feel you. Yeah. You know what? And, and the fact that I even said that it was triggering earlier and like, I, I'm realizing now, like, so there's a guy who's interested in me and he's texting me or whatever. And he texted me. He was like, I really like you. And I was just like, why? Because it, that's me. Well, no, not no. That that's me. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's, no. that's me. Because why? <laughs> in one sense, I'm like, OK, mm-hmm. like it's early. The same thing. We haven't barely talked like we mm-hmm. actually don't talk at all. OK. We text a few times a week. What if don't that. talk? At, that's talking. If that a few texts yeah. a week, if that. Oh, OK. Right. And so like. He could genuinely like me based off of what we've texted on. That's fine. But for me, I automatically go into defense mode because it's like, why do you like me? So like, why are you saying you like me? Has he been around you before? Like, no, I've never met him in person. So uh, sometimes people can experience your energies like that. Even if I like how I feel around her, like, let me see what it's about. No, we've never met. So for me, like, even if if we did, it's like, it's still too soon. So I automatically go into defense mode. Like, why do you like me? It's too soon. It's too early. Why are you saying this? Yeah. Like for Mm -hmm. me, that, but that's also because 
I'm traumatized. So mm-hmm. I feel like when guys say that, and this is not to say like the guys don't be liking women. I feel like they don't really mean it, but I do feel like what they're trying to say is I'm trying to intentionally date you. Like I, like you know, but I don't feel like men really know how to communicate mm-hmm. their feelings. I don't know like, if it's even int- mm-hmm. intentionally date. I think that's what they think we want to hear. Yeah, but, but it's not. Because, no. But sometimes I feel it's like actually a turn off. Guys so how like, would y'all feel if a guy like texts you right now that's been like trying to talk to you like, hey, look, I want us to like. Take each other seriously like, and see where this goes. What would be your response? No, who your actions are you? need to follow up with that then <laughs> because he has said that. But it's like no, I'm just asking y'all. What would be y'all's response to that? Depends if someone asks you and say, you know what I mean? Like your actions should follow up with that. That's your response. Okay, no, I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Of, there's nobody that could text my phone and get. I'm a just yes saying from in, right general, now. in general. In general, as someone like you were consistently like y'all, not consistent, like y'all talk. Like of course, like y'all have hung out this that here and there, and they're just like look. Let's like try to take each other seriously and see where this goes. Like basically, are playing cat and mouse in a way, mm-hmm. and someone just steps to the place like, "Hey, look, I like you. You like me. Let's try I mean, to see where this goes. Like, let's, again, play. let's get to know each other." But, so, what would be your response to that? Okay, let's get to know each other. Yeah. Let's okay. Again, actions have to follow because I feel like that is what we're talking about. Love bombing. Like I've experienced niggas say that to me and really mm-hmm. just be playing in my face. So sometimes yeah. it's like if that's truly how you feel about me, mm-hmm. then let your actions. Mm-hmm. Follow that, and like, I feel like this goes back to our moto. Was it moto or Petty Chronicle? Like a f- couple episodes ago, where oh, she yeah. was talking about like they both sat down and had that conversation that they were going to be monogamous, and then she found the condom in the trash can. Oh, it was last episode, yeah. Last was episode. that last episode? Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay, so yeah, so that I think that's like exact same thing. It's like yeah, you, we can sit down and you can tell me all these things you want, you know, but your actions have to follow suit. Yeah, Bruh. and that just mm-hmm. leads me. Oh my gosh, like. I I said it and I'm gonna keep saying it like bro when it comes to dating like I feel like the issue with men for sure is like they always think the grass is greener somewhere else so they can have all yeah. these feelings for you they can, they yeah. can really want to get to know you but in the back of their head you might be lacking one thing that they feel like they just have to have and they're gonna mm-hmm. continue to pursue other women until they mm-hmm. feel like they get everything that they want and I'm just like bro like y'all actually gonna miss out on something good by trying yeah. to, to, just, but that's to get that is. perfect they settle, individual they settle for whatever because they not you know what, though, but to I go don't, after what they want I don't even in love bombing situations by definition I don't even know if like it's because I feel like if if they're too invested in one person versus like multiple women you know nah that's Mm -hmm. see that's the thing that's what you think that that's what they want you to believe it's like this nigga spends so much time with me he does not have time for other women true you're right look at Simon and they do trust me and they do they'll find the time you didn't see see, uh, what's it called I mean this is just allegedly allegedly one of the um the football players the one of the oh. Jake's brothers had two women in the same, same hotel, hotel room, room on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. How do you I find the time? I'm not gonna lie, I, I learned a long time ago. Like you, could, you think, oh, when does he have? No, he he'll, find he'll find time. He'll find it. So I, I had to, st- I had to stop. I had to remove time from the literally, table. Like you can think, it. oh, we talk literally. all day long. Literally. That's not what I was getting at. But no, I, I agree with y'all. That's that's not. What and I that's a scary thing to even think about. It's like. I mean, this is not even to like. I hope we don't. I feel like listening to the podcast. It could destroy y'all. No, okay. Let's talk about the pros and cons. Then are there pros and cons to it? They won't. But you need to. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. kidding. No, no. that's not. That's not it. Just be wary because again, not everybody's intentions are are genuine. Not everybody's intentions are pure. But some people's intentions are genuine. Yeah, honestly, give that nigga in your DMs a chance. Let the nice guys. I didn't say that. I did. I did. I would okay. say sometimes, like, if your intuition <laughs> is speaking to you, listen to it. Like, what yeah, is the whole point of, like, saying. dodging your intuition? Like, that, I'm not going to ask. That's one thing that keeps it real with you. Yeah. Like, sometimes yeah, you already know sometimes before you, you know. know. Okay. Yeah. True. But, so. also, but don't, don't also, also don't let your trauma lead you. Because sometimes mm-hmm. your trauma will have you thinking a nigga is out to get you in actuality. He could be a good person, but this you're letting your weird. past PTSD mm-hmm. just. Mm-hmm. 
into mm-hmm. the equation. That's so, true. are there any pros? In, are there any pros to love bombing? The gifts, the, the money, g- the thing, <laughs> telling the, you, the materialistic I'm thing. Telling you, can't take sales back. I guess I'm from a materialistic you. perspective, that's the pro. Yeah, I know. I, and a con, I, and I feel like it's the time, deadly to your the soul. Day. Sorry. Yeah. I feel like another pro is like once you experience that, like you, you know move a little is. bit smarter going forward. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have like. Do you? I would say con. Yeah, I still be. Okay, I was taking, taking everything. everything. I'm taking everything. Long throw. I'm gonna get my gifts, huh? No, I'm throw. gonna get my gift for it's this fucking trauma reparation. Because it's like now, like you're gonna be expecting that from like every person that comes your way. I feel like for me, I look at it Let's differently because because now, because like I said earlier, like you see it for what I, it is. I see it for what it is because it's like. I felt like, okay, maybe I'm not ready for this, but this person is telling me they're ready for it. Mm-hmm. And so I was open to it because of what they were saying to me. And now I'm like, no, like, if I'm not ready for that, let's You're slow, let's slow it, it down. Yeah. And so yeah. I feel like for me in that aspect, you that can forward. never happen again because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, I, we're going to move on Jory's time. Like, mm-hmm. you can say how you felt me all day long. I want to take it slow. Yeah, just mm-hmm. choose yourself and always just so, be honest in the situation. Yeah. I think some people for get sure. tricked into being in a relationship when it's like, if you're not ready, just state that in the beginning. Like, look, mm-hmm. I am not Ooh, trying to be in a relationship right now. I've been tricked before. Another word of advice is like, if you are in a situation with somebody who is kind of like throwing finances in your way, like throw, giving you money, doing, be able to stand on your own. Yeah. Be able to stand on Ooh, your own because yeah. once that shit goes away, because they will use, that is a mani- manipulative tactic, trying mm-hmm. to use gifts and try to put money because they know you need it or they feel like you need it yeah. and they feel like you need them like yeah. trying to make you rely on them yeah. just be able to stand on your own because yeah. listen you want to be able to get at that situation whenever you want yeah. to whenever you can like <laughs> if the nigga's not paying your rent you need to be able to pay your rent yeah, on your own that's one thing because- I stress to my like I one thing financially will never be depending on no man no. No I don't man. care how I much am nigga- married and we in something and even then mm-hmm. I'm not depending on you because I'm gonna have my own at the end of the day like Here. every woman should strive to have their own because at the yeah. end of the day it does not matter how good someone is treating you Shit will get dark real fast and be able to stand through that storm on your own because you it's going to be you that going to have yourself through that situation. So I just hate seeing so many women go through that same cycle of like, I don't have anything. This and that. No, be smart. No. Put that money up. Do something. Like, don't be sitting here just going here, buying all these bags and shit. And then once the shit starts being green, now you, I don't got money. I don't know what to do. Like, you knew what to do. You just didn't do it right. So... I don't care how much nigga. I don't care how much a nigga says he got me. I'm always gonna have me. Yeah, like, like you can say it all day long, man. but I'm still gonna have me in the back. And men play off that. Real, as soon as a man like feels like you need him, like I don't want you to work. And as soon as you stop working, nah, like I got you. I just feel like as soon as a I man feels you. like you need like, him, they can't ever get me not to work. Like, like what? Shit. I thought I read a this book. For me. I no. thought I read this book, and this girl <laughs> literally never a nigga. Oh I read a thought I read this yeah, book. I'm this girl literally was in college, and she was dating this guy, older man. And literally, she graduated. He said, "I don't want you to work." She didn't work, girl. She had an abortion, right, without his knowing, like without him knowing, right? He found out. Literally called her to dinner. You need to be out of my house by tomorrow. And she was like, "Okay." I, he like I get people with money know everything, so mm-hmm. he was like. Um, don't think he's like, you think I wasn't gonna find out about the abortion? She's like, oh, whatever. She's like, I mean, okay, I need to grab my thing. He's like, no, nah, no, nah. you talking about the clothes, the bag and stuff I bought you? He's like, those are my assets. Oh, oh hell no. He had already washed her clothes that she came into the house with, dry cleaned everything, packed her suitcases, and bought her a one way ticket. Is this a book? Or yeah, really? it's oh. called um, Her Secret Life or something. And like, it was really good. And I was actually reading it, it was triggering. I'm just like, the way men will just pull the rug from under you. I'm telling you. And she literally had to go to a homeless shelter. She was living on the street for 24 hours and had to go to a homeless shelter. Bro. Yeah. Literally. I'm telling you. Like, but he loves you. Being a, be able to stay because I'm telling you, them gifts, all that shit look real Girl, good in the I'm beginning. I'm telling you. And you're going to... Just don't because uh, there are women yeah. who have... 
played into that narrative and they did stop working and they yeah. did stop, you know, whatever their stream of work or they stopped them. their motivation. Like they maybe didn't go to school or they maybe whatever, didn't take that extra step as far as like working on them goes, but it never ends up good. Some girls literally just tweeted the day. She's like, my boy, she was like a bottle girl and she was like, my, my dude was like, I don't want you to be a bottle girl no more. Like, cool, I'll pay your bills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, when it came time for my bills to be due, he asked me, is that all you want me for? She was like, what? I was on the schedule that weekend. As, facts. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And that's another thing. Niggas mm-hmm. be backtracking like, nigga, you they just do. told me you don't want me to work and now you, Watch now, your mouth open. Now, now I'm asking for this bag, and you're you're questioning what are my intentions when I ask you for a bag of Chanel. What? Mm-mm. We're not right. gonna do this. All right, y'all. Oh, but anyways, y'all, this wraps up another great episode with Petty Party. Follow us on Instagram, Petty Party Pod. Sorry, I'm choking up, so I sound a little weird, <clears throat> but. If you have any questions, send us an email at pettyparty12814 at gmail.com with your motos. Or if you want us to share a Petty Chronicle as well for you, we will we'll keep you anonymous, of course. This is your girl, Immokalette, coming out the set, signing out. Y'all, and make sure y'all subscribe. If you like this video, hit the like button and make sure y'all leave a comment. Hashtag whatever y'all got to do to show love to us. Signing out, it's your girl, Crystal, a.k.a. Champagne Chris, a.k.a. Chrissy F. Baby. Peace out. Bye, guys. It's Jory, a.k.a. <clears throat> Ali Gabor. Bye, y'all. Peace. It's Michelle, a.k.a. Shelly Says, a.k.a. Eat the Three Nasty. And to backtrack off of Crystal, make sure you <clears throat> run up those likes. Run Pub. Up. You know, put us out there. Put your girls on there. You never Share. One tell a day, friend to tell a friend. One day we might be on the TV screen in front of you, you know? So you. It's, just, it's just Nick checking out. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys. I'm petty all the time.